The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different, and you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it, but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're irresponsible Too many obstacles, you gotta stop it, yo You gotta take it slow, you can't be a pro Don't waste your time no more Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove I'm gonna make my move, I'm gonna make it soon And I'll do it cause it's what I wanna fucking do Um, so for right now to start I'll be by myself So I'm not gonna jump into topics that we plan on talking about Right away, until uh, Duvet gets here. But, um, yeah, so today we are sponsored by Rogue Energy. Um, I forgot to put the link in the um, in the bio. That's on me. Um, I'll make sure to do it this week. We do have our own code to get 10% off. It's a 16-ounce podcast. Um the when we post the link if you click that that'll let the company know that you're using our link that's directed towards us and then when you use our code that also helps them as well so when we post the link it's on our social sites um like i said i'll get it in the bio this week um with that we'll uh if you guys can help us out with that that'll help huge with things that we can do um for the podcast wise uh it'll help us do giveaways um, be able to promote ourselves more and so on. Um, so if you could do that, that would be perfect. We are also sponsored by GHU Game Station. This is a fun one. It's for adults, kids, parties, whatever you want. It's the GHU Game Station. It's a gaming trailer with Xbox, PlayStation, VR, etc. Current and retro-gen gaming experience, and the best part is you can use this trailer any time of the year. Um, as a matter of fact, they just posted up the other day, there was rain coming down and they were having a little party with the kids outside and the rain didn't stop them from being able to game inside the trailer. So if you check them out on Facebook, you'll be able to see those pictures and see how the trailer all works and what it looks like on the inside. Uh, it's heated during the winter. It's a trailer, so it's covered if it's raining outside and have the doors open on a nice day. Need something to spice up your party or event? Check them out at GameheadsUnited.com or on Facebook at capital G, period, capital H, period, capital U. Game with a capital G, station with a capital S. So, with that, um, like I said, I'm, I don't want to jump into topics while Duvet's not here, because we, we have some good stuff that we want to talk about, and we might have some indifferences and whatnot. But to begin, um, I'm just going to talk about a little bit of... Uh, some some other things that we don't really usually talk about, like, uh, and, and I'm going to bring this up when he comes in, but I'm going to talk about it right now with um, Mike Perry calling out Nate Diaz in the bare knuckle. Um, I think it's pretty neat. Um, you know, they've always had their banter back and forth, which is, um, it's been unique for sure, because Mike Perry, he was always that guy that um, a lot of people didn't take serious. Where, like, everyone, you know, never counted Nate out. Even if it was, no matter who was against, they never counted him out for any reason. They always said there was a way for him to win, there was a way for him to do things. When Perry got in the ring, 
they always thought that he would he would lose. Um, I mean, Mike Perry's record is what was it fourteen and nine or fourteen and eight? His UFC record. Um, fourteen and eight. Um, he lost his last two. It, well, his last he his last fight in the UFC was in twenty twenty one against Daniel Rodriguez, who beat him by unanimous decision, and then he lost to Tim Means, unanimous decision, beat Mickey Gall. Lost to Jeff Neal, lost to Vicente Luque, beat Alex Oliveira, lost to Cowboy Cerrone, beat Paul Felder, lost to Max Griffin, Santiago Ponzinibbio. Um, so, I mean, you know, for him, it, it's kind of tough because uh, has, has he ever been knocked out in the UFC? Yes. Jeff Neal. Um. He's been submitted, but a lot of his fights went to, like, unanimous decision and stuff like that. So, I mean, a lot of people always question his chin because he was getting rocked and stuff. But this, this man went to the BKFC, and he's done nothing but great things. That fight, him versus MVP, was nuts. That was a gnarly fight, and it was, like, the second or third time ever to go to a round six because the judges just, they couldn't come to a, a conclusion um, him, his debut was against Julian Lane, who's uh, an absolute savage. A lot of people don't want to see him fight Nate. A lot of people don't want to see Nate inside the BA, BKFC, um, which, you know, is understandable because it's your bare knuckle. There is nothing there. It's literally knuckle to face. <laughs> um, and Nate bleeds easily. I don't know if Nate, I know he's done bare knuckle, in Mexico, but I don't know if he fares well here. Um, just for the simple fact that, like, he kind of relies on faking takedowns and and stuff like that, you know, leg kicks to set up his punches. If he just goes in there and can only throw punches, I don't know if he's outboxing people. I especially don't know if he's going to outbox Mike Perry. Um. You know, in the UFC, sure, I could see that happening. But uh, it, with just boxing and clinching in the bare knuckle, I don't see it happening. Um, however, it would be interesting to watch because, you know, Mike Perry's really doing his thing over there. And obviously, we all like to see Nate in a, in a brawl and down and dirty. Um, I, So, personally, I would like to see it, but I know other people would not. Um, You know. I would like to hear your guys' opinion on that. Um, do you think it'd be too graphic? Do you think Nate would be stopped early due to his, you know, his bleeding problem? Even though against in his last fight he didn't bleed at all, it was all Tony's blood everywhere, <laughs> bleeding from the shin, split his fucking eye wide open in two different spots. I mean, shit, that was some gnarly stuff. Um, I mean, speaking of splits. We'll touch on this, but, man, those cuts in the UFC over the weekend. Oh, boy. Man, those are some bad dudes out there. Um, also, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, um, Tom Hardy. 
pulling up uh, another um, another win I see, placing gold um, at another BJJ tournament, which is pretty neat. A lot of people respect him as an actor. Um, many people don't even didn't even know he did uh, jiu-jitsu until you know just recently. I think like I don't know maybe. What was it a month or two ago he he won a tournament everyone was sharing it and people had no idea um so this second one is probably kind of neat because a lot of people you know it helps them makes them happy to see their actor doing some stuff um Gordon Ryan that dude just dyes his hair I thought he was like sixty years old just beating the shit out of kids uh turns out he's twenty seven um if you haven't seen that, this guy, yeah, I mean, like I said, he's he's 27. Um, if you've seen a picture of him on Facebook or Twitter or whatever after he won and he got his hand raised, he dyed his hair white, and he literally looks like a, a juiced-up, jacked, fucking 70-year-old man out here just shredding through people. Um I had to do research, and I was talking to my buddy Tim about it, and he, I literally messaged my buddy, and I said, how old is the dude that just won the jiu-jitsu tournament? And he said, Gordon Ryan, question mark? He goes, he's 27. I was like, holy shit. I was so convinced. Um, I literally said, dude is insane. I watched that match. Shit was crazy. I thought he was like 60-something. I mean, I've been, been getting more into the jiu-jitsu side of things, just watching it and just you know, viewing tournaments. I don't really know a whole lot about the rules and stuff like that, but um, every time I search it, this dude's name comes up, and this is who I see. Um, So I've been watching a lot of his fights. Uh, This kid is absolutely filthy. There is not one person right now, I think, in this world that would out-wrestle him. The way he toys with people on the ground the way he's always putting you in a dangerous spot and the fact that he's just fucking massive. He's so strong. He decides where you're going, how you're going, and when. You're not telling him. You're not moving him. You're not doing nothing. Like, I will literally pull you down on top of him and, and, and we'll just, he'll just choke you in a guillotine or he'll pretend to get you in a guillotine, roll you over, get on your back, and then he'll put you in a rear naked choke and call it a day. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, you always say, oh, I'd like to see somebody come to the UFC and you just name some, you know, some guy that you just watched a video on on Facebook. But, uh, uh, you know, I on the wrestling side, I mean, the kid's big. He's huge. Um, he's probably juiced out of his mind, which I wouldn't doubt it. Um, some of these tournaments do test, but others don't. Um so I'm not sure if he's really juiced out of his mind, but if he's all natural, fuck, I need to figure it out. Uh, but I would like to see him come to the UFC side of things because, you know, he's, I think he'd be a light heavyweight. Um, I'd like to see him roll around with some of them guys. I think, you know, obviously with some real training, we, you know, everyone always says like, "Oh, we'd love to see this Olympic wrestler come over here." Or, you know, this guy come over here. 
I mean, why not? This kid's a savage at 27. If he went in there, I, I, I don't think there's not one person in the UFC right now that could out-wrestle this kid. There's not one person that would be able to do jiu-jitsu better than this kid. I, I don't even know if he'd have to really strike. I I think he'd, he'd I don't, I'm not going to say I think, I know he would choke Hamzad out in a fucking heartbeat. There's not a, a doubt in my mind. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this kid is just, he's so talented. If you, if you have no idea who I'm, who I, who I'm talking about, sorry. Um, his name's Gordon Ryan. He's arguably, if not the best grappler ever. Um, I, I don't even know if there's anyone that could beat him seriously. And I would check him out if you're, you know, you're interested in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Even if you're not, I would say check him out because um, he's just, I, I don't know, he's filthy. That's all I can say. The, the guy's absolutely cracked. Um, It's just, it's been unreal. Um, We do have, I know right now the BKFC is at kind of like a standstill. Um, so jiu-jitsu is the re- like the reason why, you know, I've been paying more attention to jiu-jitsu is um, it's on all the time. There's different stuff. There's endless amounts of videos. I mean, there are for everything, but I've been wanting to be able to understand it better uh, for the fact that, like, I, I do understand it. Um, I was involved in it for like a month. <laughs> And I just thought, in my head, I was like, man, I really can't uh, do this. So mentally, I beat myself up. I just always thought I was too big to do it. Um, But I'll tell you what, them son of a bitches are strong. I don't think, I don't know. I would love to get back into it, though, for sure. Uh, Especially watching all these videos and stuff, seeing everyone doing it. Um, It makes me want to do it. It makes me want to try it. I have a lot of friends that do it. Um. They look really good at it, and I would just like to be able to learn from my friends and from strangers because sometimes the people that can teach you the most are people that don't even know you. Um, your friends aren't always going to tell you your flaws, where like a stranger's like, what do I give a shit? I don't really know this kid, so if I hurt his feelings, I hurt his feelings. And I'm cool with that. I like that. So trying to, uh, you know, Trying something new would be a lot of fun. And like I said, that's something that I want to try. Um, And I think it's just, it looks like a lot of fun. But I don't know if I would take it. I would take it serious, but it's not something that I feel like I could dedicate my whole life to. Because right now I'm in the, I'm in the boxing world and that's where I want to be. I don't really care for anything else at the moment. Um, That's where my heart is set. That's what I like to do. I took a month off, and I felt I went back yesterday, and I felt every square inch of it. Today, I am hurting. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that when you do it for so long, when you get out of it for a month going back into it, you're like, oh, shit, your cardio sucks. Uh, your shoulders hurt trying to hold your um, your block. The whole nine. I mean, it's just it's just brutal. Um. I'm going to jump back to the BKFC because in 10 days, October 1st, yeah, so about 10 days, 
We got um, a bare knuckle fight coming up that is a lot of fun. Um, we got Hunt versus Henry, and I guess for those of you that don't really know who these fighters are, um, they're savages. Lorenzo Hunt is an absolute monster. Uh, he hasn't lost a fight yet inside the BKFC, I don't think. Could be 100% wrong on that. Um, however, well, uh, his record's seven and one, but it don't tell me who he lost against. Um, he came out, beat Reggie Pena, uh, Eric Lozano, Davion Green, Robert Moe, Josh Dyer, for anyone who doesn't really know who he is, look him up. That guy's nuts. Hector Lombard is a savage who he beat. Beat Joe Riggs. Joe Riggs is an animal. And on October 1st, he's fighting Quentin Henry. Uh, Lorenzo Hunt is 40 years old, and his nickname is the Juggernaut, and he is literally a juggernaut. This guy can throw some hands. Um, he is currently the champion at light heavyweight. Um, For these guys, I think. Yeah. So, with that being said, Quentin Henry is also an animal. Sorry, cruiserweight. I don't know why I said light heavyweight. Cruiserweight championship bout. Um, I was reading, I don't know, uh, my, yeah, I was too far ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, cruiserweight championship bout, uh, Lorenzo Hunt versus Quentin Henry. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Uh, Hunt seven and one. Henry's five and one. Um, Hunt is one eighty five, and Henry is two oh three. So there's a, a decent weight difference between them. Um, however, I think Lorenzo Hunt is just gonna beat the shit out of him. But that's besides the point. We do have this name's gonna ring a bell for a lot of people, a lot of U, UFC fans. Uh, ben Rothwell is gonna be making his debut in the BKFC in the heavyweight division, uh, co-lining that card. So, you know, if you knew how Ben Rothwell got down, this is probably something you want to tune into. Um, he's fighting O'Bannon, who's 3-3, three and three, and his three wins are by knockout. Uh, these guys are just going to absolutely kill each other. Um, we got more guys making their debuts. I don't really know much about them. I've seen Shaver's... Um, in like a video on Facebook one time, had no idea who he is, looked him up, and then I seen he had a, he was on this card for the BKFC fight. Um, the, this the the thing I like about BKFC is there's always they always put in newcomers, and they don't ever disappoint. It's very rare they disappoint, and if they do, usually you don't ever see them back again. Um, but there are just there are a lot of good fights on here. Bosnick versus Thibodeau. They're newcomers to the BKFC. I've seen them fight before. Uh, I watched Cutter fight. He's 1-4 in the BKFC, but every fight this dude has been in uh, has been a war. 
there's I mean, he eats some nasty shots, but um he's something else. This man could eat a punch. That's for damn sure. So him versus uh Lacaze should be a good fight. Um well this one here this dude is this dude here, he's one and one. His name's Zach Kalmus. Um He fought here or was supposed to fight here. And he never did. Um his opponent had to pull out of his match for whatever reason. But he is just a down to earth dude. Um I've shot the shit with him in a conversation in a uh a BKFC group on Facebook and you know, we were talking back and forth and dude was super just nice. Um he see I've seen him in interviews. He's really nice. Um so I would definitely watch his fight. Um especially against Juan Torres. Juan Torres is 0-2, but Steve Herlius and Dale Sapio it's a tough Tough fight, two fights, especially to come in and fight Del Sapio, Sapi right off the rip. Um, that guy's a beast. And then Steve Herlius, Herlius is a monster too. Um, I see him being 0-3 by the end of this. So um, in 10 days, I would just check that out because that's going to be fucking, that card's going to be nuts. Um, every fight will probably have somebody bleeding or bumps, something. People are going to be getting hurt for that fight. However, I do think Duvet is here. So with that, I'm going to quickly jump into our second ad. We are sponsored by Trainwreck Fitness Company. We are proud to be sponsored by Trainwreck Fitness Company, where they make quality clothing that's 100% cotton, T-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops only, Sorry. T-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. Only colors available right now are white and black. You can check them out and place your orders on Instagram by searching in all capitals, trainwreck underscore, and all capitals fitness with two S's, C-O. And, all, and that's everything is in all capitals from trainwreck to fitness co. Remember, fitness has two S's. To place all orders, send them a DM on Instagram. Uh and go f- check out their designs, see how they train. They got him and his, uh, John and his brother, Matt, they have uh, videos of how they train. Um, and that's kind of what, you know, in- inspires their clothing too. Uh, them guys are are really cool, really neat. Um, so, yeah, so go check them out. Check out their Instagram. Uh, you could see their design. You could see the clothes they wear. You could see how they train. And they fit in well with us, and they're they're nothing but helpful. They always are help supporting us too, so we like to help support them. Trainwreck Fitness is savage, not average. He should be walking in a second, but uh, yeah. I mean, besides that, um, 
I don't know. I don't know how true this is. I think I did see it through. Uh, what did I see it through? Was it MMA Junkie? I don't know if any of you guys follow MMA Junkie. They're usually pretty reliable with the stuff they say. Um, however, I want to verify before I say it. But I think they said, because I, I want to make sure it's them. So, one second. Um, They did. Okay, so it was them. Apparently, they said that in, they interviewed Floyd. And apparently he said that him and McGregor are going to have a rematch. They fought in 2017. So now, yeah, he had an interview with Sportsmail. Mayweather said he and McGregor have agreed to meet again with only few details still to be finalized. Um, we don't know if it's going to be an exhibition or a real fight, but there's been talks of both. So, this came out at noon today. Today's the 21st. Yeah. So, on the 21st, Mayweather said this. Um, apparently, they said that he would prefer an exhibition. He's not into fights where he's going to take any real punishment. Um, I mean, I don't know. Sure, I guess. I don't know. I'm not really into it. I won't buy it. I won't watch it. Uh, I think it's the same thing that happened last time. I just don't think Connor can go into the boxing world. I don't see it happening. Uh, and Connor fought him while he was at the top, while he was at his peak. He fought Floyd and couldn't beat him. I don't see him. I mean, I'm sure he's still training and stuff, but he's out here doing movies and shit. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not interested in it. I mean, what the fuck do either of them need this fight for? They're both borderline billionaires. So, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I don't even know how to, because I don't want to discredit either. But, like, the first fight was boring as hell. They, I mean, Connor was fucking thrown wild and then got gassed out and Floyd did his thing. It is what it is. I mean, sure, maybe he learned. Maybe this is a better fight, but I, it just doesn't really pique my interest. So he, he said guys like Connor and guys that don't really hit hard, such as YouTubers or UFC guys, I don't really mind colliding with those kinds of individuals, but nothing where I'm going to put myself in a position where I'm going to harm myself or hurt myself. So what tells me with that being said, and that was said by Mayweather, is that they're not even going to go out there and, and neither or is going to try and win. They're just doing it for a money collection. That's what I'm getting out of it. It's literally anyone that buys it is just going to be donating money. And I think that's, I don't know. If I'm going to pay for them to fight, I'm going to watch them fight. What up, bro? Just, yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of it. I don't know. It's just something stupid that I see, and I don't know how I really feel about it. Hey, bro, how do you feel about Mayweather and McGregor going back at it? Oh, we can start it off rip. Okay. You good? Would you run? Oh, I know. Yeah. 
Is the traffic still shitty out there? Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right. Well, Duvet Sorry, is here to join me. Yeah. I've just been shooting a shit about whatever. I've been all over the place. <laughs> Talking about BKFC, about um, Mike Perry calling Nate out. Oh, yeah. No, that was great. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll touch on it later. I just talked about my little thoughts. I'll collect your thoughts on it if you want to talk about it now. But then I was just talking about how I seen MMA Junkie put the interview out of Mayweather. Um, talking about how he wants to buy him and McGregor have agreed verbally to uh, mm. to box, but he said he doesn't know if he wants it to be an exhibition or a regular fight. Um, I mean, and I just read this, but I'll read it again so you can hear it. But it right. says from him, it says, so guys like Conor McGregor and guys that don't really hit hard, such as YouTubers or UFC guys, I don't really mind colliding with those kinds of individuals, but nothing where I'm going to put myself in a position where I'm going to harm myself or hurt myself. And what I said right before you walked down, I don't know if you heard me, um, but I said, it just sounds like a donation. It sounds like they're literally just saying, hey, guys, please donate to our pockets, even though we're already almost billionaires. That's the- I, Mayweather might even be a billionaire already, no, and McGregor's please. probably a couple hundred thousand away from being one. So it's yeah. like, or a couple hundred million. Oh, for sure. And it's like, for me, I'm kind of just like, it doesn't pique my interest. It really doesn't grab me out and say, man, these guys are going to put on a fight. Their first one really wasn't that good. It wasn't. McGregor went out there, tried to clean his shit in the first round or two, and then Mayweather was like, hey, you're dumb. I mean, And then he pieced him apart. I mean, it's up to us to realize that it is a donation, though. Like, they only, like, when fights like this happen or verbally even get agreed upon, it's like... They're testing out the waters. They're testing out the response. And I think, for the most part, nobody wants to watch that again. I'd rather see Diaz versus McGregor 3. That's fire. Like, I would rather do that. Like, get yeah. back in the octagon, bro. Like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, I mean, I mean even if, you know, even if they do under Nate's promotion, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I just want to see that happen. Yeah, no, like, um, but you're right, though. Like, this shit's... Because that, ex- that little part of the interview that I just read, to me, it sounds like... It's a joke. Uh, It sounds like he's just like, hey, you know what? We're going to go out there, but we're not going to try and, and I don't want to say I don't want to see people hurt, you know, obviously we know it's a combat sport, so they're going to go out there and try and hurt each other. It's what you got to do. Exactly. But at the same time, what this is telling me is they're not going to do that. If I'm going to pay for two guys to box and watch it. That's a good point. I don't want nobody to get hurt, seriously. Yeah, obviously. But I want to see them beat the fuck out of each other. I want to see them hurt each other. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just that's I how it is. It's just different. Like I don't want to go out there and hear. Well, I didn't want to put myself in jeopardy, so we made it where we could only throw jab, jabs and crosses the whole time. Like fuck that. I want to watch someone get, you know. Yeah, but as you should. You I, yeah, I'm just saying. I want to watch someone fucking uh, Francis Naganu uppercut somebody and just send them to the fucking moon. Shadow realm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like he did to. Um, that was Alistair. Alistair Overeem, yeah. yeah. He yeah, he messed him up. Yeah, that uppercut was fucking violent. It was just so so fire. that shit came from the ground. He pulled that bitch out from underneath the ring. Yeah, octagon nah, set. Nah, like oh. when you when you see how he brought it up, I was like, no way. And the fact he didn't see that, the wind up on that uppercut was on Bruh. on fucking yeah, real. And anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, yeah. uh one, you probably live under the rock. Yeah. Two, you don't know go watch that shit. Yeah, go because watch that that, shit. that's probably one of the scariest, nastiest uppercuts Bro, you'll it's ever so see well known that if you even type in Francis Ngannou on YouTube, it's probably I, the first thing that pops up I was is gonna Francis say. Ngannou uppercut. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that that was played on ESPN, Facebook, Twitter. Everywhere. It was played everywhere for Because, months. I mean, I still think that's one of the best knockouts I've ever seen. Top five. 
for sure. Yeah. It was just instant, like, instant shadow roam. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'll be honest with you. That's definitely top five. No, it's yeah. got to be. It has to be. He hit that dude like, it was like a force of a Fuck. truck. Like, oh, yeah. my goodness. That and then. Uh, Violent whiplash. Was it Derek Lewis? Derek That Lewis. knocked out Curtis Blades with an uppercut when he went to go yep. shoot for a takedown? Yep. Those two, uh, I don't think that one's top five. Because no. the uppercuts are in different levels, and I think if we're talking top five knockouts of all time, mm-hmm. that Francis one is definitely four, maybe five. Yeah. Because back in the day, there were older ones, older knockouts that I think are just unmatchable. However, I do have to put that Michael Chandler front kick to Tony Ferguson at probably a three. Yeah, that's that that's, front kick was so fucking clean. Yeah, come on, bro. It like, don't it don't get no better than that. And honestly, no, nah, I would put Francis's uppercut at five. Mm-hmm. I would put Chandler's knockout against Tony at four, and I would put Rose versus uh, Zhang Wali's fucking was it her that she head kicked when she went thought it was a leg kick and oh, she, she scooted her yeah. scooted her feet back thinking it was a leg kick and she really got kicked in the head yeah. and that was all she got. Yeah, no, nah, that was a filthy one too. I, yeah, that was yeah that was uh, Wang's out. However you say her name, right? Yeah, like I mean, obviously. so I think I would put that at three and at one or two. I'd have to really think about one or two because there are so many good ones. Like instant shots. Like okay, if I'm looking at one and two, or one or two, I mean I know it's recency bias, but Leon Edwards kick to Usman was was that that was top it, two to me. Just because if you count every like look if you count everything that's happening, like this guy was about to break Anderson tie Anderson Silva's like streak of yeah. like undefeated wins. He was already if he would have won this fight, he was going to be considered like probably top two ever. Top but, three ever, and I I know where you're coming from. Yeah, but I, I just feel me, like a lot was on a lot was riding on that fight, and for him to like kick it one or two for me, and I get it. And I don't Leon's definitely probably at six for me. Like he's really right there. I would it'd be so hard. I could maybe move everyone up and put Rose down at the bottom. It's just that head kick landed because she thought she was getting kicked in the legs and got mm-hmm. kicked in the head, mm-hmm. and that's a simple mistake. It's mm-hmm. what we've seen. Like you said, Leon versus Usman. But for me, at one or two, like one and two would have to be Jorge versus Ben Askren, that flying knee. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I, to me, that's could, one. So for me, I would probably put that at a one. And then um, mm-hmm. Conor McGregor versus, was it Frankie? Aldo. Aldo. I know which one you're talking about because it's iconic. Yeah. yeah. The little left hook that. Yeah. And I think I, I, those seconds. are my one and two. 13, yeah, those, but those are good one and twos. Those are, I think those would be everybody. So for me, two. it's hard to put Leon up there because, like I said, Rose's head kick was so fucking clean. Not that his wasn't, mm-hmm. but I think the story of Leon's yeah. makes it makes it yeah, good because he's, he's losing the fight terribly, mm-hmm. and all Usman has to do is just Hold literally out. could could throw him to the ground and just lay on top Hold of out. him and figure, and he's done. Yeah. And instead, Us, but Usman, that's the heart of a champion, dude. Dude wants to fight to the end, even though he knew he was up. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go through, yeah. and he paid the price for making one little simple mistake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, I mean, but like I said, like the knockouts that we have as one or two, like I think we've, like, they're instant. Agreeing. Yeah, they're instant, and like and Roses was instant too. Wasn't yeah. that like the first fucking yeah. or like the third kick thrown in the fight in like yeah. the first? Yeah, uh, but like you know, obviously, it's all about 
You have to throw yeah. everything in there too. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and I think Francis wasn't he losing that fight against Alistair when he threw that uppercut? If I'm not mistaken, I mean, people. Or was it one one? People it said was one but, one. People were saying that he lost both. But I didn't see it like that. I definitely thought he had like. Yeah, I would say I forget. I don't remember. I would just remember the knockout. Yeah. I don't remember the fight to the T. Um, but Where were? I don't know. Oh. Top five wise, that's probably what I would have to do. I'd probably have to put. I'd probably have to put Jorge's flying knee, McGregor versus Aldo. Yeah. Um, Michael Chandler's front kick for me is mm-hmm. three, arguably number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Francis at four, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Rose at five. Okay, because yeah, I, yeah, I, just, I think I- Rose's kick and Leon's kick could go back and forth. Like I have a hard time saying Rose five. Um, but I feel like the girls need her res- their respect too, in a sense of, you know. I mean, no, I, I, I think that head kick was just it was. She was kicking her in a leg, kicking her in a leg, kicking her in a leg, and then she faked like the kick came in low. Uh-huh. It was almost I think it was almost a question yeah. like a half ass question mark kick. Yeah, she kicked her right, and in the she face. she jumped her feet back, and her hands came down, and she got kicked right in the fucking side of the Shit, head. Think about this, and that's all my ladies think about this. I got one that's a little better than that. I think it's a little better than that. Holly Holm versus Rousey. Yeah. Kicked her right in her shit, and that was probably, like, the biggest upset in UFC. Yeah. I'd put that over that. You think? Would would. you? I would. Just because, like I said, at the time, Rousey was really fucking dominant, and nobody saw her losing to anybody anytime soon. When she got kicked in the face, did you hear the crowd? Like, Australia blew. Yeah. (laughs) And you knew the ramifications. She was UFC champ. She just lost. Let me ask you this, though. If two people... If it's a... All right, so me and you were talking, right? Mm-hmm. And we got a random person with us, and this is just hypothetical, yep. right? And we say, "Yo, these we think these are some two of the nastiest knockouts." No context needed. We just send them a a quick clip mm-hmm. of the Holly Holm Ronda Rousey, and I send them the one of uh, Zhang Wali and Rose and, yeah. and Rose, and without context, they just watch them. Mm-hmm. They don't know who's winning the fight. They don't know who's losing the fight. They don't know what happened prior. And they look at both those knockouts. What do you think they would do? Do you think they would choose Rose? Do you think they would choose Ronda? Like, I think they would choose Ronda still. You think so? Just because it's Ronda Rousey. You like, so you, I don't. It's just unmatched. Due to context wise, though, yeah. you think that that knockout obviously that knockout probably means way more. Yeah. But because like, as remember, far as we, like yeah. tenacity and ferociousness, like I mean, yeah, fuck, like Rose. Just booted this head off of this bitch. No, that's what it's I'm saying. Like, the reason why I put it there is because to me, it's more violent. It's more like, holy fuck. Yeah, like in- that one, the win, that one with with uh, Rousey and Holmes is like, um, you know, it happened. Mm-hmm. It was nasty. But to me, the way she just faked out uh, Wang Zali. I can't even. I know, I'm done giving up her name. Whatever. Zhang Weili. Yeah, know. I'm fucking butchering it. Yeah, I'm Zang shot Wei today. But like the way that kick hit, the mm-hmm. way it sounded, the yeah. way it looked, the way she thought it was going for the leg. Like to mm-hmm. me, that just ticks more boxes. No, yeah, I, than that one. I definitely get where you're coming from, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like it, you can't go wrong with either one. But it's also personal. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Like so. the only reason, like honestly, the only reason I look at Rousey still, like the how, like the Homer Rousey. That's the only reason I brought it up is just because like 
Yeah, like the other one comparison, like the other roses was instant. Like you said, it was damn near instant. I wear while Holly like before, like when you if you were watching the whole fight, she was embarrassing Ronda and kicking her ass. So like she was beating the fuck out of her, making her miss, making her look really bad. And then at the end of it, you literally throw her off you and just throw like yeah a kick that flatlined her damn near. Yeah, and I was just like that was domination, bro. Like it wasn't instant, but like. She was cooking her. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, like, that's why, like, even when I saw Nunez, like, blasting her, it just didn't feel the same because I already seen it happen, you know? And we already know what her kryptonite was. Her going against Nunez was just going yeah. done. Um, where were you at, bro, before I walked in? Were you just, I was like, just shooting bullshit? shit, bro. I just literally right. think I finished touching on the right, Mayweather okay, McGregor cool. shit. All right, yeah, so... that's all. It was nothing. I was just shooting nah, shit you past good, the you time. Good. So, um, uh, we can start... Like, officially start, I guess, at the... Well, as since we're talking UFC, we might as well just... The Contender Series. I was going to yeah, we'll, we'll, bring up the Contender Series. Yeah, we'll go fresh into what's fresh, and then we'll touch up on what happened last since, week. Since... All right, so I want to start this one just because you had me do the homework. Uh, <laughs> I, I I saw three people that got contracts last night, and I fucking, like, I can't... All five I, people got contracts. All five, yeah. All forgot, five, yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot... I had to like watch the video again this morning because it kind of quick quickly left my mind. The one dude, the the one dude from Tur- Turkestan, whatever that fuck. Oh yeah, uh, fuck. I don't. I even forgot know his name. His last name. It starts with a T, I think. Yeah. Fire. I like him. Yeah. Oh, I did like him. I forgot his name, but like, I I think he was one with the ground and pound, wasn't it? That's the one I got the ground and pound. The yeah. Vicious ground and pound. What the fuck was his name? Yeah, I can't get his name right now. Him. The seventeen-year-old K. Boat Roses, right? Raw Roses, Raw Roses. 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 Yeah, his wrestling is pretty good. It's pretty fucking good for a young kid like that, Uh, bro. Before we move off of this one, I just want to say, first of all, so me and a guy were talking on Facebook earlier. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. So he doesn't think he should be in the UFC. I saw it, and I understand. Yeah, I see where he's coming. I see both sides of the fence on this one. Yeah. For me, though, I think Dana White did the right thing by signing him because. 100% 100% the, the wrestling of that kid. You can learn the punching. Mm-hmm. That's half of it. And we've seen, you know, he got hit a couple times. He took some elbows while he was on the ground and shit. Yeah. Kid's got a pretty decent chin for what we've seen. Um, He's but you got to sign him. You have to. Because if not, uh, one of these other leagues will. You know, Bellator, PFL, exactly, one. Exactly. It don't matter. And, and you, one just lost Eddie Alvarez. So you know they're looking for more talent. Mm-hmm. You know why? You know why I say like this is kind of like a big signing. It reminds me of when Dana stepped out or basically stuck his neck out, as far as you can say. Yeah. When he signed Connor and he pushed Connor to the moon, because yeah. to be honest, we, I think there's been kind of that conversation like, what if Connor never popped off? What would have done? Probably would have been a whole different story for the UFC. Probably we would have had a different UFC yeah. star. They would have pushed somebody else to yeah. the top, but Connor just. But he, he went from bare naked level. to full of tattoos. That's what I'm saying. To the top, to just beating the shit out of people to double champ. Yeah, and he literally like he was became one of the biggest mega stars this sport scene. So like this kid here, this, even though he's yeah. 17, yeah, compare um, it, compare it. Okay. He he has to get his power up. Yeah, no, I think that's it. But he's also 17, so there's room for between 17 and and 27. Yeah. He's gonna get stronger. He might even have to move up a weight class. Who saying. knows? He might get bigger. Yeah, he so, might become stronger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like when he stuck his neck out for Connor, I feel like this is the same exact thing. Yeah. He's trying to stick his neck out for a 17 year old kid. He's never done this before. No. He's never done it before. But I it, think it's 
Chase me, Hooper's the second yeah. youngest at 18. Yeah. To me personally, I think this is going to be one of those like monumental steps that we I'm, think of. I'm excited. Yeah. I really am because, first of all, the fucking uh, he deserves. He's him. it's the only fight that did not that went to the distance. Yeah. It's the only fight that didn't end in a KO or yeah, TKO. But it was good. It was. Um, bro. First of all, I was laying down watching this shit. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what the fuck this move is called, where you grab another man's leg and lift that shit and bend it behind their fucking head. Did you see that? Oh yes, he, yes, yes. Um, yeah, he had his. He was on his back and he had one leg over his left leg, and he grabbed his right leg and started just pulling that. Okay. He fucking. All right, so bro, I mean, okay, I watch. I mean, I watch pro wrestling. So in the pro wrestling world, that's a single leg crab. It's kind of like you know how you have both yeah. legs and you go over the back, you know. It's but except a single, it's just we call it a single leg crab. I don't know what the bro. actual thing for it is, but if he was doing pro wrestling moves in the octagon, which he was at one point when he had him in that, he was literally pulling the dude's leg back, trying to put it, his foot, yeah, behind the dude's own head, yeah. his own foot behind his no, own. That's head. what I'm saying, and that's what literally drew me to him because I love his style. That it literally reminds me of pro, pro Who wrestling the fuck grapple does style. That? But that's what I'm saying. That's that like, shit was bro, nuts. Bro, that's like if you go, like when you were younger and you saw all this shit on TV, you would look at your brother and be like, yo, can I do that on you? And then like when they would do it on you, that shit would really hurt. All I'm saying is by the time <laughs> he would have got my leg to the top of my head, I would have been tapping out like a motherfucker because my groin don't split like He's that. He's smart. He's smart for that. All I'm saying. His, 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 his wrestling that, game is crazy. What really got me into him was he went for that flying knee. Yeah. And, no, he, that was and, too. and, and he went early into it like he mm-hmm. knew what he was doing. Bro, he went early into that flying knee and went straight bro. down into like a duck walk single. I th- was a single or double he caught him with, but yeah. whatever it was, he took him down. I'm like, yeah. He has a how many other people you see go yeah. into a flying early flying knee, and they probably he probably knew early in advance, mm-hmm. and to only be 17 to know that much to be able to say, you know what, I'm gonna throw the flying knee. He's gonna flinch. I'm just gonna drop down to my knee. Pick him up, slam him on the ground. Yeah, that's fucking. Nah, brilliant. his his wrestling style is very like unique and it's very exciting. So, he, and he's not even really that strong, but he overpowered that dude, uh, Gutierrez, hey, man. Uh, pretty well. And I'm I mean, not... you're talking about a guy who's 17 fighting a dude. What was he? 25. Mm-hmm. Dude's double his that's age. What I'm saying. He's, you know, it, it's to me, it's just wild. That's I, what I'm saying. Like, like uh, the way I look at it is, they have a they have a star. Like, they have another star in their hands. Just because I think his style, we've never really seen it in that way. And what keeps him out of danger when he's on the ground with these guys, even when he was on his back. Mm -hmm. um, One, I want to say, is when he was on top in guillotines by Gutierrez. I don't know if Gutierrez is just terrible at guillotines or if this kid really knew how to get his head out of these spots. No, I think he knew. I think he's just that good. I think, yeah, and I think I wish they would give contracts to some people that don't win fights because I think Gutierrez really did well. Yeah, the, he did. The, the shit this kid was doing for him not to tap or for him to keep this be in this fight, uh, you know, I would like to see this dude get another shot. I, I just do. think this. I say this kid was outmatched. This dude was outmatched. But yeah. nah, the, but. just the wrestling style mm-hmm. of Rosas versus Gutierrez. Gutierrez kept getting him in headlocks, and this kid knew exactly how to turn his body, get the leverage, get his head out, That's and then. Man. You're Crazy. always, whether this kid was on top or on bottom, you were always in danger. The, he was always trying to work a submission. Yeah. And I found you, before that, yeah. you know it, he's 
transitioning, and now he's working yeah. on a different submission. You, the, yeah, the, that's what I think. It felt, that's what I seen. Like it felt like he kept trapping and trapping. Yeah, and, trapping. and Gutierrez, Gutierrez did a very good job yeah. in not letting him get those submissions, but. He knew himself, like, hey, if I move this way, this dude's going to have me in this. If I move that way, he's got me in good position to do this. Mm-hmm. So he just kept fighting the hands and do what he had to do to keep himself out of danger. But the thing is, he really was never out of danger. Yeah. He was always in the danger zone because this Roses kid is just that fucking good, man. I'm excited. I want to yeah. see what he does. So, I'm excited for him. And the last fighter I wanted to bring up that I seen was she's Brazilian. She was the one that got the heck the head kick knockout. Ah, oh, it's the they call her Brazilian something. Um, oh man, I gotta I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. She had my attention off rip. Um, she's some Brazilian chick. She got uh, a head knockout. Um, was that last week? Was it last week? I think that was last last week's. I forgot what her name was though. I think this week was all all males. Yeah, hold on. I just I want to. It's know so fresh yet. I'm just I'm so struck by. Like All I the said, fights I did my were homework, really good. Man. My man's had me watching both, so but, I just um, saw her, and I was like, I forgot what her name was. Bro, they were they were all really good fucking fights. Um, what was it? Three out of the five finished in the first round. Mm-hmm. One finished in the third, and then the other one went to decision. Mm. Um, them heavyweights. Them boys oh, know how to. Okay, I got, I'm sorry, I got her. No, name you're good. Now. Uh, her name was Bruna Brazil. Bruna Brazil. Okay. She yeah, she fought to... last week. Yeah, no. yeah. 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 I'm telling you, bro. Like I watched the whole thing, and like I walk away with like just looking at her shit, and I was just like, yeah, she's gonna be a problem. Especially yeah. A flyweight. Like she's a she's a demon. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So now. those are like my three from the whole contender series thing that I've been catching up on. Those are the three that like. Yeah, we like, we only got one more week left of the contender series, yeah. which fucking sucks because it's so fun but honestly i missed a few episodes mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go back and watch yeah, i'll I gotta, probably rewatch the whole thing from the top yeah i, I gotta, I gotta do the same thing but yeah uh bruno brazil the roses kid and um the dude from uh Pakistan. i think that's that was his name yeah i don't i just gotta look it up was again. aliev or something like yeah, that something like that physically or some shit like yeah that, something like that i there was just last night was dope yeah. uh, the contender series is so fun if if you don't watch, I mean, it's just, it's literally, like they say in the beginning, the most intense job interview you'll ever have. Yeah. Yeah, no, I enjoy it, so I gotta I gotta catch up more on Could that. you imagine going to Burger King and like, hey, yo, y'all gotta beat the shit out of each other to see who gets to flip burgers. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> That ass. Um, nah, yeah, like, that's, that's wild. It's a good comparison, though. Um, but, uh, like, I, yeah, I don't so, know, man. I'm um, excited, though. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna keep watching. It's dope. I really hope, I, don't, I hope for Rosa's they don't throw him in too fast. Use no. his first contract, because like I said, he does. He at some point he's gonna have to learn how to to box. No, yeah, or or kickbox, one of the two. Um, with that being said, which you know his his stand up game didn't look too bad. I did realize he threw a lot of flashy shit. Yeah, like almost like O'Malley type of fucking mm-hmm. kicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what he's gonna do. I mean. He's gotta he's gotta hammer it. He's gotta be perfect because he went to throw that spinning kick to the dude's chin and he grabbed it. Mm-mm. So which tells me it was kind of predictable. Which yeah. it, with the way his body was already rotating previous to that. Yeah. But like I didn't it. expect it to be to the head. I thought it was gonna be to the body. Yeah. But he threw it to the head and I mean that's shit that you could work on though. You know. He's only seventeen. Yeah. I, I don't expect him to be 
perfect. But if he's going to be a problem, he's got to be perfect. Um, but like I said, with that being said, I yeah. think Dana White should use the, you know a five or six fight contract, whatever the kid's getting signed to, mm-hmm. and I say give him two years. I say give him five fights. Let him fight three times next year, two times in his final contract, mm-hmm. um, and not one ranked opponent. Maybe his last fight on his contract is give like the like number a, ten, like yeah, a number like 10, ten, fifteen or something. Yeah, like that, you know, cool. Give him, give him the fifteen or give him the ten at, at his fifth fight. Mm-hmm. And then when you sign his next, that's when he works his way up the rankings. And if he does keeps doing well and is still undefeated, or maybe gets one loss, let him fight for the championship. Let him do his thing. Yeah, you know no. what I mean. I think, but I think you got to use that first contract to to get him comfortable because the UFC is a different breed. The dude is undefeated, but at the same time, this competition is is ill, and the bantamweight is fucking crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That the division is stacked. He can't just throw this dude to the wolves if he wants to build a star. You know what I mean? Exactly. So um I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. Yeah. Um personally. No, yeah, so I mean I'm gonna keep up on on that. And yeah, you're right. Roses he just gotta come in slowly. He'll do it though. I think they'll treat him right. He'll they'll get him the right shit to do. If Dan Dana's not gonna ruin his career. No, he won't. Because he's only seventeen. And if Dana can Get him, yeah, to be in the UFC for fucking. I'm telling you, at 17, Duke can literally fight 20 years. No, I'm telling you, he's the next star, dog. He's the next star of that. I'm company. hoping so. Um, so moving on from the contender series, obviously this weekend we had the boxing um mega fight with Triple G and Canelo. Uh, before I get to that one though, I wanted to talk about the co-main event because I did watch the card. And it was Jesse. It was a bantamweight fight. It was Jesse Rodriguez versus Israel Gonzalez, and it wasn't nothing crazy. But I do recommend like go watch it because it was, or at least watch the highlights. If you don't have the zone, then you know you can't. But uh, it was it was a whole barn burner for twelve rounds. These guys were going at it, and it really excited me. Israel Gonzalez to me proved a lot, but Jesse Ro- Bam Rodriguez is just. That fight just really impressed me. He really showed me that he can he can do it. You got to check that shit out. But uh, the man, Jesse Rodriguez, is a problem. I've been telling boys that he's a problem, so just pay attention to him. Now, when it comes to the main event, it was okay. I'll be honest with you. It was all I right. I watched probably three rounds of it. Yeah, it was all right. And I said, this is the same shit as the first two yeah, fights. Yeah, it was, it was all right. Like, I had, to, I had to sit there and watch the whole thing. It did pick up at the end because Triple G at the second half of the fight was definitely starting to apply more pressure, but... I think that's the only thing. I think the only thing Triple G has over Canelo mm-hmm. is the long. At, at the in the end, somehow the dude has unbelievable cardio. Well, that's skill. what I'm saying. Like the first couple rounds, you could tell what he was trying to do. Like he yeah. was literally conserving and trying to figure him out. And in the second half, he was going to put the pressure. But the thing is, he didn't put enough pressure. And well, it's just because he's too old man. Well, against. Oh yeah. Uh, his times, yeah. To me, he's old. Yeah, like, I think he's just in it just because he he loves it so much. He don't want to stop. Yeah, I think and I respect still win. it because it, that I was just gonna say I respect it because it's not like he's trash. No, he can still win. He can still he can still outbox a lot of people. He literally Canelo was his kryptonite. Yeah, he just can't beat Canelo. If it wasn't for Canelo, the dude would probably be beating the shit out of everybody, and he would probably be the Canelo. Yeah, that you know what I mean. So obviously, like you know, um. When you look at what's next, I mean, I don't know what Gennady's going to do. He did say he's going to keep fighting. so I think he's just going to be the gatekeeper. Yeah, he's going to be a tough-ass gatekeeper. If you, can't, if you can't beat him, you can't 
advance. Yeah. The, but that's my thing. Like, I don't really see anybody else that can really be him right now. He's I mean, except for the top guys. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's literally the boss yeah. in a video game when you were younger and you couldn't save it. Like, you yeah. literally tried to beat him. You couldn't. You couldn't. Now you got to start back Yeah, basically right now he's still formidable. So that, That's mean, what he's going to be. I mean, he's still, he, still going to draw big attention. People love mm-hmm. watching him box. I do. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, my thing... I just think this series between them is yeah, it's, no, it's done. finally fucking it's over. It's done, but I'm happy that they gave us a trilogy because you don't really see many nowadays. And it wasn't, the third fight wasn't at all memorable or like that, but I it's think. It's what you expected. Yeah, it's what you expected, and it was still somewhat entertaining. It wasn't too bad, you know? And I think it was pretty good, like, a technical performance. It was a pretty good, like, little sight game for me. It wasn't the best I've seen, but I definitely, if I put all three fights together and I look at it as like that. Collectively as a card, it was fun. Yeah, the main event was exactly what you would have expected. Yeah, um, yeah. but like when you look at all the, the Cole main was good. The the fight underneath that was really good. Um, like I say, it just it. I watched the first couple rounds and I was like, "This mm-hmm. is it, it's exactly how I knew it was going to go." Yeah, um, Canelo was just too good. Mm-hmm. He's really, and I'm not saying Triple G's not, but it's just like Canelo was on his own fucking level. Uh, in that weight class, um, uh, for now, yeah, I don't know. I really don't agree with that. I just think, but I'm just I saying, as saying, far though. as like, obviously, I think right now there's definitely people he's ducking. Oh, for sure. And I don't blame him. <sighs> but at the same time, it's like I would pay. I would yeah. have paid so much more money. <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the thing uh, is, like, and just real quick before I like I move on from this shit, just because I want, I just want to explain it. I don't hate Canelo at all. Like, I I think this guy is really fucking great. But he has it, like, and I get that he wanted to go on the undisputed route. So you went after all the guys who had the titles, which in reality weren't all the top guys. No. But that's fine. You, but it's just who he had to yeah, go after. To get yeah, and that's what, what he wanted. wanted to do. He wanted to become undisputed, so he did. Now that you got the undisputed title, you know what I mean? Like, what's stopping you from fighting these guys that you keep saying... They don't deserve to fight you, but yet some most of the world that aren't stands for Canelo, if you actually just watch the shit, you know David Benavidez is worth the shot. You know Jamal Charlo is worth that shot. I think uh, Benavidez is next for Canelo. I hope so. Like He wants to fight Bivol, but you're just going to get smoked. I, I know people don't want to hear that, but he's going to get smoked again. It's yeah, not going to change. Yeah, but I mean, he deserves that second fight. No, he, he he'll deserve it. But it's not going to change anything. That's what I I'm think saying. he needs to fight Benavidez first and then Bivol. Yeah, but he won't do that. No, he won't. He'll go fight Bivol, lose, and then he'll go fight Triple G again. I mean. <laughs> no, you're like, come on, bro. Like, I just want, like, that's what I want people to understand. I don't hate Canelo, but there are still top guys in your division. And people can say they got to fight each other. They got to do this. They got to do that first. No, 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 no. It doesn't have to be all that. Because if he's clearing the field and he's telling all these guys that you're trash, you're not on my level, but you won't fight them. Like, yeah, I, I just that's my thing. I just don't like that. I don't like that energy. Yeah, if you're gonna talk, sh- if you're gonna acknowledge you're talking yeah. shit, you gotta do something. And that's about what I'm it. saying. Canelo can beat these guys, so why not just go do it? You know you're gonna get money out of it. Yeah, you know you're gonna be the star. You're the A side oh, yeah. always. Yeah, like, and it's about legacy. If you want your legacy to be great, to me, like, I get it. Your legacy's already set in stone, kinda, but you can add more to it. I I think personally, Canelo has the ability to be the best boxer ever. The greatest ever. For game. sure. Um, he just has to take because, those fights. Especially because, I mean, though. I agree. I think there's certain fights, like, like Charlo. Mm-hmm. I think he's got to take that fight. Got to. He's got to take Benavidez. Yes. 
Demetrius Android, everybody has their opinion. I don't think he I will need say to this though. I, I really think he has to beat Bivol to really kind of just be like, I caught the shots. Yeah, like not even that. Just to go in and be like, listen, I stepped up out of my league, and I learned from it, and this is how well I learn, and this is why I am the best of the fucking best. And then go out there and beat the shit out of him, and claim reclaim his titles, and say fuck you. I just think that's I. I mean, I understand he's got to get back into his mojo. I'm sure when you're, you know, look at Tony Ferguson, right? He was on top for so long. And then he lost, and now he, he fell down. So I get Canelo going after these fights after he lost because now he wants to get back in his mojo with shit. He wants to get back in, in the swing of feeling like a winner. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's what happens. When you lose, you you you, ment- you have to get yourself mentally back in that space. And what better way to get yourself mentally back in that space than winning? Yeah. So I think from here on out, after beating Triple G— He's just got to go. He's got to take off. He's got to go get these guys that keep talking shit. If he's going to acknowledge it, he's got to go get it. Exactly. So. And But like I said, somewhere in there, I do want to see him back at Bivol, mm-hmm. whether it's his next fight or if he fights Benavidez and then fights Bivol. I don't give a shit. I just want to see I want to see him versus Bivol one more time. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get it. So, I mean, we don't have to really worry about it. I hope so. No, I think we'll get it. I think, I think so, too, because Canelo... He's going. He's the type he's of determined. animal that wants his shit back. Yeah, he's he a, got it taken from him. Well, not taken. He lost it. But you know what I mean. Like he, yeah. you came up, you snatched the dude's food right off his plate. He wants that shit back. He's exactly. hungry. You know what I mean. So for me, I right now the most fight that I'm interested in for Canelo is Bivol, mm-hmm. but Charlo and Benavidez are right there underneath that. Those mm-hmm. are my top three for him. Well, and if we can get all three of those, I'm fucking shit. In. Well, no argument for me, bro. So, um. You got to do the, the I'll AD. do one more. Oh, okay. You yeah. want to do one more time? Yeah, because I already did three of them. Okay. So, we'll just, uh, so I'll do that. We just touched on the Canelo and Triple G thing. Um, Obviously, you know, if you have the zone and you haven't watched it, go watch it again. I, I recommend the card as a whole. So, uh, But it was it was what we expected. Yeah. Uh, we're going to jump into... One second. Oh, wait, yeah. Go ahead. Um, Cut me off. They're yes. looking. <laughs> yes. Just real quick because no, we're in no, the boxing category. Um, Earl Spence versus Crawford is apparently looking like November nineteenth. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I just so I just I just want to bring that up. Um, because you know they keep saying that I see it from both sides. I follow both of them on Twitter. I actually know somebody that knows Crawford personally. Oh damn! I want to meet that. (laughs) And he even said that it. it, He didn't say nineteenth was for sure. Mm -hmm. He said that's the only thing they need to agree upon as a date. Other yeah. than that, everything else is agreed upon. No, They're yeah, ready heard, to fight, everything like yeah. that. They just need a date. Yeah, I heard the 60-40 split, which is good. I heard the all the conditions and shit, like, it, it sounds about right. Yeah, they're just looking for a date. They want to yeah. know what's a good date for both of them, you know, because they both want to be fully healthy, and they're respecting each other. I mean, they're talking shit, but they're respecting each other at the end of the day. I like, mean, they is... want both of them to be at 100% ready to fucking go, no excuses, no, yeah, no, no nothing. This is This is the biggest fight. Ever. Boxing I've seen in a long time, if ever, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the last time you have to think of something Obviously, really... Obviously, besides, like, old, old days. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the, the last time you really have to go back to, like, a fight that's been really, 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 really hyped up, you probably have to go back to, like, Ali Frazier. That was pretty good. That that was really built up. I've I have really yeah. never seen a fight that big. I mean, up. really, anytime those big yeah. names met each other, yeah. that shit was... 
Yeah, and if you go through other decades, yeah, you had the Roberto Duran versus Sugar Ray Leonard, and then fight, as time went on, you had yeah. uh, what was it? Um, Lennox Lewis versus Klitschko. Like it was just mad, like super yeah. fights. But this fight is just like I think this fight right now is the two biggest names in boxing besides Canelo. Yeah, and obviously the heavyweights. Yeah, but like as far as like when you see two guys ready to clash, yeah, you're like oh at the top fuck. of their prime. Yeah, these guys. Undefeated. These guys want to kill each other, low-key. They really do. They want to beat the absolute shit out of each other. You hear it. And it's only going to take who's going to be reckless first. Because I think whoever jumps to be reckless first is getting fucking sparked. Hey, look. I'm biased because he's my favorite fighter ever. But I'm definitely going with Terrence Crawford. Me too. I have no choice. Terrence Um, Crawford by knockout. I I think Spence is just... I think Spence is going to get too cocky. He's going to jump the gun way too soon, and he's going to be the first one to get reckless. And Crawford is going to say, hey, yo, eat this for a second. Yeah, his style (laughs) is so slick, and he has, for some reason, like nobody can explain the type of power he has. And it's just like when he he hits you, it's just different. Nah, facts. uh, But, yeah, I can't wait. We're going to touch on that. I just wanted to have an official day. I wanted to be set in stone because that's one I really want to dig into. Um, Before we get on the other nonsense, I'll read the ad now. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, So... We have uh, Buffalo Sports Cards and TCG. Are you into collecting sports cards? How about trading card games like Pokemon? Well, if so, check out Buffalo Sports Cards and TCG. They do live breaks, singles, giveaways, and personal boxes. Um, I actually just bought. I just buy from. I bought a UFC box off of them, so I'll be I'll be opening up some UFC cards off of them soon. And I think I just bought a football. I bought a football box off of them too. So, shit. I mean, it is what it is. I like to collect cards. (laughs) No, Um, I got to get into that. My boy does this, so. Yeah, so uh, you could check. He does anything from, so he does live breaks, singles, giveaways, and personal boxes like I was just talking about. I just Mm -hmm. bought personal boxes myself. Um, And he's got good prices. You can't beat them. Um, Anything from UFC cards to Pokemon cards, you can check them out on TikTok at Buffalo Sports Cards TCG. Um, Buffalo is a capital B. Sports is a capital S. Cards is a capital C, and then TCG is all capitals um, for TikTok. And then you could check them out at whatnot.com slash user slash Buffalo with one F, sports cards, TCG. And that's for all your card collecting needs. Bet, bet. Um, with that, uh, we're going to jump into the UFC 280 um, Let's talk about the, the fights from last week real quick because a homie got his shit split. Oh, oh, you're talking about um, Fight Night. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Sanhagen and... Uh, yeah. Uh, Gregory Rodriguez. Yeah, I see. First of all, that dude almost got his shit. He literally got his shit peeled. No, yeah, I saw both. I saw both of them. Um, the one, he had, like, the artery shown. It was just really it, Yeah, right on the middle of his fucking forehead. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, and he still won by KOTKO. Yeah, not... That's not... Not impressive, but, first like, first of all, that the cut e- is so vicious, bro. Uh, listen, I was trying to show one of my buddies in discord couldn't it literally said sorry this content this photo is too graphic it's it is too graphic i dm'd it to him without telling him i dm'd it to him he goes what the fuck is wrong with you yeah i said hey bro gnarly it's a knee to the forehead (laughs) and then look see that was just the co-main you know the main i told people corin sanhagen is literally jumping in the octagon that elbow And look what he did to that man, dog. I had that fight going the distance, but one he, once he caught him with that elbow, that was all she wrote. Dude, Corey, Corey Sanhagen is the next champ, dog. Um, th- Andre Feely, that was a pretty decent fight. Yeah. Um, Joe Pfeiffer, though, 
No, that was a good fight. I just, I, I don't know, man. The the, the co-main the, and the main was just like. Oh, hand in hand. I mean, first of <laughs> and all, like That's the thing that took like my attention the dude from everything to eat else. that knee and then two seconds later throw punches. Nuts. Bro, I, nuts. I nuts. wouldn't even be awake right now for this podcast. I'd still be fucking no, sleeping. Nuts, bro. bro. <laughs> like, that or, I'd be in so much pain having my dude, head fucking yes. stapled together. Yes. <laughs> like, but like overall. That dude's a savage. Yeah. Overall from that, like. He has balls. And then overall, like, the other thing from that card is just, like, like I said, man, Corey, Corey Sanhagen is, he's just that. For him to beat Song Yudon like that is He is impactable. that, dude. He's the next champ. I'm calling it right now. I don't know how long it's going to be. He's got to fight Jan again. I think he'll beat him. Yeah, I think, I think he him. didn't. I don't think he had enough training. Yeah. And I don't think he had enough experience. Yeah, but he, after that loss, I think that loss turned a fucking page, and I think he's just a different dude, beast now. he is he's just so just, vicious. Like, I love watching him fight now. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Obviously, Jan's, you know, fighting O'Malley, which yeah. we'll get to. Um, yeah. But I think I think, I think think Sanhagen actually fights the winner of that one. Yeah. And then whoever wins out of them two mm-hmm. fights for the belt next. Yeah. No, because that's great. I think Jan's time as the champ, I think, is done. Yeah, the only reason why I say that, or I agree with you, is just because, like, the second fight with Aljo, like, yeah, people say it was boring, but it's clear, like... Aljo knows how to beat him now. It's clear. It's Um, clear what he got to do. He took that time off and studied his film. He knew who his next fight was, so it left him all that time to just mm-hmm. study Jan and I think he knew Jan can't wrestle. Yeah. It shows him. Let me just go do this. Yeah. And that's what he, and he that's all he worked on. Yeah, he shows. It shows that he's really he's good, man. Like that but you built the the, the ground. Like you yeah. built the blueprint basically to show people how it is to yeah. you how you can be a guy like this. So I'm pretty sure Sean O'Malley is doing all the film he needs because I know he's gonna need it. If Sean O'Malley learns wrestling he'll beat Jan. Yeah. Because he has the hands to me. But if he's just going to use his reach, I don't think he stands a chance. You got to get uh-huh. Jan to the ground. But mm-hmm. then again, O'Malley's so tall, him. yeah, that um, Jan might have that slight favor on the ground because he might just be able to slither away mm-hmm. and slip out of stuff. Yeah. But and and I don't know what it is, bro. But the closer we get, the more comfortable I feel about Sean O'Malley. I I was just going to literally say the same exact thing. So. You know, at first when it got when it started, I'm like, yeah, you know what, Jan's going to beat the yeah, shit he's out of die. And, <laughs> part of me, part of uh, a sixty, we'll say seventy percent of me, still says Jan's going to beat the shit out of him. I don't know, I'm at sixty right now. But every time we, every week we get closer, a percentage mm-hmm. is getting chopped off, going just, to the other side of like, I really O'Malley's smart. Mm-hmm. But then again, like I see his TikToks and he's out here joking around and shit, and I'm like, I don't know, like he's out here playing pranks and giving people money and shit like that, which is cool. Because he's staying level-headed, but at the same time, it's like, this is the biggest fight of yeah, your fucking career. I, I think, I do think that what we see on the surface isn't what's really going on, you know, like... I, no, I I'm sure think, he's putting in his work, I do think but I just feel like he should work. be putting everything yeah, into the gym right now, yeah. because this is the biggest fight of his career. Mm-hmm. This is literally... Uh, it's a make-or-break moment for him. Oh, yeah. Because no. if he goes out there, gets completely fucked yeah. and just torched by Jan. Yeah, and that's... What, and it's, that's it, it's not over, mm-hmm. but he's got to start it's from scratch. Because a lot of people say, yo, you can't be a, beat a top five fighter. And nobody gives a shit that he beat Pedro Munoz. Yeah, nobody like, gives a fuck. Like, I, I'm sorry, but like that's the thing. Like Pedro Munoz, he's not a top guy, but... He's ranked, but uh, he's a ranked fuck guy. it. I mean, it, but nobody's look, taking that serious. Yeah, I'm nobody's just, saying yeah, that Yeah, but like, what I'm saying is I just think that 
at that point, like, we're just being a little picky. Because he did fight a rain guy, and before the fight even got stopped, I'm sorry, like, I had O'Malley really... Oh, yeah, O'Malley was beating him. Probably a 10-8 round in there somewhere. Yeah, but so, like, I just th- I would have liked to seen him fight one more person before mm-hmm. getting Jan. Um, I'm telling you, man, I'm not surprised. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not going to be shocked if O'Malley wins. But I like think, I said, every time we get closer, I, feel I do feel like O'Malley's really, like, yeah. and he's not really saying much. He's not really doing much. He's just, like I said, he's just being him. But that we don't know what the fuck the, he's doing. We'll see. We'll see at the press conference how he is. That's So I think... The fight week because yeah. we'll be here on Wednesday, like on Wednesdays we record. So like we'll, we'll be see. interviewing and stuff. So by you know Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. By the time we get in here Wednesday, we'll see. We're gonna we'll see. hear who he's been training with and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that's what I'm saying. I don't, we like, might have to try and squeak out two fucking episodes yeah. that week. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like but like but just like you said, back to what you said earlier. Like he's a smart guy, bro. Yeah. And I had a I actually went back and rewatched his uh contender series like. Yeah, his a contender series fight, and I think the little thing that makes me comfortable when I watch that, he took some big shots. Yeah, he took some really big shots, and he was still able to dish it back like two times harder. Mind you, that's not Jan that he was fighting. I get it, but the the guy can take the punishment. He can dish it out. Now my thing is, he's smart enough. He's been here long enough, so I know that he knows that he has to improve on an area of his like arsenal, and that's wrestling. Yeah. I do think he's doing that. I do think he's taking it serious. And I don't know, man. Like, for some reason, I just, like, like we said earlier, like, I just have a, a, a gut feeling that he, he might treat, he, like, he might just go in there cool, calm, and collective and just do what he has to do and just. He might catch Jan off guard and hit him with a flying knee and fucking say goodnight. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what it is. I just feel like Jan, is, he's not the same. I don't no. want to say it like that, but I just feel like he's not the same ever since the All Joe fight, and I think he's going to get too reckless. And I think Sean O'Malley can capitalize on what that. What tells me about that fight card is they have Aljo versus TJ. We could talk about as that the one. co-main, yeah, and they got Jan and O'Malley underneath that. I agree with that. So I do too because I think what we're going to see is whoever wins that, they're in their conference. They're going to say, "I find out who I fight next." After this fight's over. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. So I think, you know, and I say I don't want to see Jan fight Aljo again, but it'll be a good fight. I, I would like to see because Jan's no dummy. He's going to go out there and say, all right, this motherfucker's just going to do the same shit he did last time. Yeah. And we do our kind of owed a trilogy fight. No, yeah. I would like to see a trilogy fight for it because I just want to see if Jan has a bounce back for it. I do too. Yeah. Um, but, but he's got a, a heavy task ahead of him yeah, with Sugar I'm Sean. I'm just saying if. Sh- if Sean O'Malley wins, honestly, bro. I think I'm going to go ahead and say this yeah. now. O'Malley gets fucking manhandled. By any of those guys? By Aljo. By Aljo. Oh, or, well, or I Roy think he Shaw. beats TJ. Yeah. I don't like Roy Because uh, TJ, TJ, <laughs> TJ's going to stand and bang. Then yeah. you're not going to stand and bang with O'Malley. No, not, not, not O'Malley. Not has at this wo- point. No. Not at this point. It's not Cody Garbrandt, my guy. No. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's just that's another dude I feel bad for. Yeah, but Cause Cody... Because he, his fighter just pulled out on him again, and they got no replacement. So I feel bad for him. Yeah. But, um, besides that, though, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Um, um, I just feel like Aljo's wrestling would be way too much for O'Malley. 
And that's exactly what Aljo would do. The same way he treated Jan, he would cheat. He but would see, treat. That's what I'm Shogun. saying. We won't find our answers out until we no. see what happens. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. So but like, I think Jan's going to also stand and bang. I don't think we're really going to see Jan wrestling, but we might. We might see Jan wrestle because he, he might say, hey, it's the only way I could beat now, him. Now, look, you think about the length that O'Malley has. Yeah. If he shows that he's able to at least, like, stuff takedowns real well or, like, he's at a point where he can at least gain some good, like, position or transitions or something like that. I don't expect nothing crazy, but yeah. if he can somehow make it, like, effective, Aljo's in trouble, though. I think Aljo's one of the best wrestlers in that. No, of course. Grapplers, whatever, in that in that weight class, in of that Bantam weight class. Um, For sure. I just feel like Aljo's really good at one thing, which yeah. is the wrestling. But Aljo can strike, and a lot of people don't know that. No, I know that. But to me, if you're trying to strike with... O'Malley, O'Malley yeah, you're a Bantam weight, you're it's not trouble. working. Bro. No, it's just, he's too damn big. It's not working. So, he's like, I'm tall. excited. I just feel like I have to see what O'Malley does. If O'Malley shuts everybody up and basically goes out there, cool, calm, collected, does what he has to do, and says, y'all see. Y'all see what I can do now. Yeah. Then we're in for, that's what I'm saying, we're going to get the best shot on O'Malley if he does win. I think definitely we'll be able to tell mm-hmm. what O'Malley will see. But at yeah. the end of the day, I just... Like I said, every week we get closer, I want to go O'Malley. Yeah. I just think everyone talking shit and everyone saying, and myself included, saying Jan's going to beat the fuck out of him. Jan's going to eat him alive. He's, he hears that. Uh, it's fuel. No, yeah, he hears He that might shit. not be saying it right now. No, but he hears but that shit. I guarantee when we get into fight week, and like I said, I think we might have to just squeeze out like a small episode during that fight week. Bro, because for whatever. Because <laughs> I think as we hear more yeah. coming out of these guys, um, I think we're going to hear O'Malley talking like, about how he's he's been hearing everyone and he's mm-hmm. been listening to fucking all these guys. All the everyone saying, you know, I'm eating, I'm eating that shit. Yeah. Pour some milk in the bowl, baby, because I'm fucking. I'm Do out. It. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, bro, that's how we feel. I, I think I think oh, I I just really have a feeling about that fight. Uh, yeah, my gut, my so my gut is telling me that I yawn, but my heart is telling me O'Malley. I don't know. I got both of them telling me O'Malley. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I really don't see Peter Yan being the same. I, I agree, and that's why, like, I keep leaning towards O'Malley. But at the same time, it's like, all right, is one loss in a while. Um, uh-huh. let's see how much he learns from it and what he does, because Yan really is a fucking beast. He is. It just, my thing is like, people like his body language when he does get defeated. <laughs> It's just so obvious. Yeah. And to me, it felt like it got to him that he lost to Aljo the second time. And to me, like, yo, yeah, he's never been one to talk. So, like, obviously, we don't hear nothing from him. It's normal. But I just something I just feel like something's off. And I feel like when we see the fight, it's going to we're going to see something. I just think O'Malley's going to win. I think he's going to win by knockout, probably. But I just I got to I got to see the fight just to have my gut feeling come true. But I definitely have O'Malley winning even if I put money on it. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, don't ask me why right now. But like this guy said, like my boy Jay says, like every week that comes, like I just feel like he's he's taking this just as serious. If not, at, like the fact that he's just being so quiet yeah. makes me believe. No, like I said, I see him laughing and joking, and, and like I said, giving people money yeah, away. Because I mean, like that's that, just the like, person he is, though. You know? Yeah, and I think that's what keeps him in the right headspace. But at the same time, it's like he's just that's all he's been saying. He really hasn't said much. Yeah. So, you know, um, and even when people ask him questions, he kind of shies away from it. Like, you'll see. Yeah. 
which makes me like, mm, I like, but I like that though. This dude is like kind of like um, you know, McGregor used to do mm-hmm. in the sense of like, oh, I'm gonna let you're gonna see what I, I got something special for him. Like he said for Cowboy, I got something special for him. Hit him with some elbows <laughs> or some shoulders, shoulders to the chin, like, what, and it's like, where the fuck did that come from? Stupid. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, but like, I, I kind of feel that's in the this the the way he's headed. I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, and then with the, the main event. Because I don't think TJ's beating Aljo. Yeah, we don't. I hope touch TJ that. does personally. Because I don't really like Aljo, but oh, I hate Roy. So um, I don't like either of them. But I hate Aljo just that much more because of the fucking the whole shit that happened in Yan. Aljo uh-huh. won, and then just yeah, kept well, fucking backing out, backing uh, yeah, out, backing it, out, you know. and then just wrestles him. Like, no, yeah. I, and I understand that's part of MMA. I don't hate that he wrestled him. I just hate the fact that like he talked all this shit. Like, oh, I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to do that. I need to go in there no, and that was, that wrestle was, that was To little... me, it, it's just like, bro, I know you don't want to give up your game plan, but just say, yeah. I'm going to go out there and do what I got to do to make sure I beat his ass. And that's fine. Yeah, that And was... for me, that, I'm straight with that, but for you to sit there and say, oh, I'm going to beat the fuck out of him and I'm going to I'm gonna make sure he feels the pain and I'm blah, blah, blah. Bro, fuck you. Yeah, but like, I mean, I guess like, yeah, but that. Like, so for me, it's more of a personal reason. I yeah, guess. I get, I get what you're saying. I, I, you know me, like, yeah, you can do all the cap you want, you can do all the yapping, but if you get the W, I can't really cry nothing, especially if it's clean. The guy, Roy uh, Shaw is just, he was on PEDs, man got suspended. I can't respect that. Like, I mean, not, yeah, I mean, yeah, he can come back now and be a saint all he wants, but we all know who you are, TJ Roy so Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I can't stand either of them. Yeah. But uh, if I had to pick someone to win, it's got to be TJ. I don't give a fuck. I just I want Aljo up and out of. Him. I, I just gone. See you later, dude. Get the fuck but, out. But um, yeah, the main event is definitely the one that. I mean, I can't fight of the year contentions written. Yeah, all I over can't. It. I can't say which one I'm more excited for, Pereira and Adesanya. Or this one, but this one has me more excited. No, I'm this not one. Really... This one has me more excited just because of like what we can see. The... I already know. Why the other one is so high. The only thing that interests me about the Izzy Pereira fight Mm -hmm. is to see if Pereira can pull out the old Izzy. I think that's the only thing that interests me about that fight. No, I think he will. Um, But this fight here, um, to me, is. I I still have a hard time picking. Me too. Uh, I want to say Oliveira, but like. I have to go with Oliveira. Yeah. Um, Part of me says Makachev. Um, a lot of people know that I am always against Oliveira. I always want him to lose. Yeah, but, <laughs> but uh, that's just because I guess I've always been a big Michael Chandler fan. Mm-hmm. No, um, but like, I enjoy watching him in Bellator. He was an animal when he came here. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, this is it. And then when he knocked out Dan Hooker, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. And then you know, and then he just kept going. And then it was like, oh shit, he's getting Oliveira. And I was like, all right, I want him to win. And then when Oliveira beat my boy, I'm like, all right, fuck, I need Dustin to beat him. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, you and know, that, like, I need Gaethje to beat him. And it's just like, it, but it didn't happen. And, and now I'm the, like, you know what, the dude's got the dog. That's what I'm saying. And, like, that's the thing about this fight that makes it so fucking big. Like, if you think about it, you could look at it any way you want, the UFC, Dana White, or just Oliveira himself. But he, he, was, he went through the trenches. This man went yeah. through Chandler. Went through, uh, he went through Gaethje. And he went through Poirier, and yeah. it was like he got it out the mud in those fights. Yeah, because he was stumbled by all three of yeah, them. Yeah, so right? like you, yes, yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. So if you take the fact that he's able to come back, he's got a good he chin, comes back. Yes, yes, and like his bounce back, like I've you know how we say adjustments. Yeah, right. He is the perfect example for adjustments on the fly. Yeah, 
his game plan is to, is to outstrike him, and then once he gets stumbled, he's like, all right, now my game plan is to wrestle him. Let's That's go do saying. what I do naturally. So like, and then you have the other side. Makachev and the dominance, the second coming of Khabib, and you see all of that. Like, there's yeah. no faking it. You see all of that. And to me, it's more like the this is like two bulls, dog, that you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. A lot and of I'm people so excited, always bro. say, well, I would like to see Oliveira versus Habib. This is it. This is the way to This that. is the modern Habib yeah. versus Oliveira. It's, and I personally think if you put Islam versus Habib in an octagon, Islam walks out on top. You think so? I think Islam is better than Habib. I mean, it might be because of an age thing, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Because I think Habib is really, like, unbeatable. <laughs> I think I think Islam beats him with a, without a doubt. Oh, okay. I mean, that's different. I mean, I don't know. If you put them, both, if you put the them both in the ring, in the octagon, my money is on Makachev. Because we all know Habib's going to stand and bang for a little bit. He did it with McGregor. Yeah, but what happens and when he goes to the ground, though? Like... Islam Islam is stronger, faster, and I'm not saying he destroys Habib on the ground. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. But I think okay. Islam comes out okay. on top. I thought, I thought you used me. No, 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 no. No, he ain't going to run through him. <laughs> but I just think his striking on the ground, I think he's going to get him. I yes. think he would get him with this ground and pound, and then that would soften Habib up, and I think he gets him because he's way more dangerous ground and pound wise yeah. than I think Habib is. Well, this is and he's stronger. Yeah, this is a. This is gonna be a banger, man. Like, I just, I, I just want to see what, like, what happens because I think there's gonna be a point in this fight, probably the first round, where Makachev does some damage to Oliveira, and I think Oliveira we see Oliveira stumble. No, yeah, in and, the first round and he has for to sure. Figure it out. Yep. But the thing is, Makachev isn't Poirier. He's not Chandler. And no, he's Chandler's not, a good wrestler, but Makachev yeah, is tenfold. That's what I'm saying. And he's not. Um, he's not a fuck. Who's the other guy that he fought? Um, he's not Gaethje. Yeah. Like, he's not. He's not one that when if he rocks you, he won't get complacent. Makachev is just gonna come right back out and keep that same yeah. pressure. Um Gaethje and Chandler both rocked him. Yeah. And they charged him and that's what fucked him. You don't wanna do that. Yeah, you don't wanna do that, but that's what I'm saying. Makachev is a different story. And yeah, and, and for sure, I think with Islam is the fact that he's just gonna stay level headed. Um, yeah. I think he's probably, to me, the most well-rounded technical fighter Oliveira's going to go against. Oh, no, for sure. And if Oliveira beats him, in which I think Oliveira will, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's not one person in that division that could beat Oliveira. No. No, you're right. And I think what's going to stop Oliveira from breaking records Mm -hmm. is his age. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to stop him. If anyone can, it's Islam, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, it's hard, but I have to go. I've always been against Oliveira. I gotta rock with the boy now. He's gone through some fucking killers. He went through, the and trenches. he's ready to do his thing. Yeah. And so for me, with this fight, it's very possible Islam could beat him. I thought Chandler stood the best chance to beat him out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Out of well, out of Dustin, Gaethje, and Chandler, like out of his last three. Mm-hmm. To me, Chandler posed the best threat. Um, just simply because I think he was the better wrestler than them, and he holds good power. Yeah. But he got way too ahead of himself. He got excited, mm-hmm. and, and he look, got fucked. Yeah. Well, he yeah, I not fucked, but he, yeah. he got fucked up by Oliveira. Well, like, look, at, here, here here's, a, here's like a question. It was like food for thought because I don't know. I, I want you to see if you resonate with me on the same page. One guy, like I'm going to say it like this, one guy has multiple ways to win. 
the other guy, basically, like, if you look at it, he has really, like, one or two ways to win, like, straight ahead, but they're the most likely to win the fight. And I'm meaning, like, Charles Oliveira. Yeah. Like, I think think Makachev has everything he can win multiple ways, to me personally. Oh, yeah. I think we, because, like you said, the best all-around fighter other than Oliveira. I think Islam's but the... my thing is, Charles Oliveira has one thing that I think Makachev just doesn't do really well, and that's that Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to kill him. I, I think Islam is the best well-rounded fighter in that division in yeah. general. Um, But I think Oliveira has more heart. Yeah. He's got that fire under him because he's always been the underdog. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the only champions that's ever been an, like an underdog in every goddamn fight. Question, if he beats this guy, if he beats Makachev, can you compare his reign to Usman, even though it wasn't that long? Um, Level of competition does matter, I think. And the fact that if he does win... I just think this division, this lightweight division, is a little more stacked. That's what I'm saying. But like, and and that's obviously not Usman's fault. It's not. It's not at all. He made but, it look easy. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's the thing, right? Like, if it wasn't for him making a mistake, he'd be tied with Anderson Silva. He would be. And he'd, and be, he'd the, be... And you know what I'm saying? So for me... It, it just for me it sucks too because like I mean they want you, you look at how many wins Usman has right but four out of those wins are against the same exact dude that's my point two against Jorge two against him I just it's tough because like I think Dustin's out of his prime and I'm not taking that away from him beating him at all but I don't think Dustin is who Dustin was a few years ago. I mean, He's still good. Yeah, I get what you mean. And it's still a credible victory. Yeah. For sure. Um, I think Chandler was thrown in too fast, even though he came in and stormed in and did what he had to do. Um, I still don't think he has the experience of these top-notch fighters. Yeah. Well, he does now, but I still don't think now he mm-hmm. beats him. But, um, it, yeah, that's the thing. For like, me, it's like he his level of competition Oliveira has beat, I think, is greater I, than I'm it was. sorry, it's way greater to me. But... Just because they were all single fights. Yeah. And they were all literally the top dogs. And he just... Yeah, I guess if I don't he know. beats Islam, it's definitely up there. But I definitely think he has to... I mean, build on it. I Build guess, on it for sure. Just, I feel like to me, I just it's just so so hard. Like, nah, I get it, but I don't know. I, it's hard to put consecutive fights, even though his fights were against mm-hmm. the same opponent. You yeah. know, four of the... Whatever I get what you mean, yeah. Or against sure. the same guy, there's still all those mm-hmm. other ones that he fought. You know what I mean? Like there's still the list of everybody else. So yeah, it's a good one. Because mm-hmm. even though the level of competition I think is better in the lightweight class, you got to remember in UFC anything can happen at any given moment. Example: Leon versus yeah. Usman, yeah. and you know he went in there and he just beat everybody that they put in front of him. Oh yeah, and he beat Leon, but Leon caught him with that head kick. Yeah. He had Leon beat. It is what it is. That's the fight game. Yeah. Um. It's just like I don't know, man. I just can't. I just can't wait to watch it. No, nah, me neither. This this is gonna be nuts. Um, the two fights in between. Uh, we got uh, today's the twenty first, so in ten days, mm-hmm. I think we got Dern versus. Jan. Um, and then we got Grosso versus Arujo, which I don't even know. 
if they even have that card filled out yet. I haven't heard shit about that. I heard they just got a main event and a couple fights underneath it. Yeah. So I don't know what they're waiting for on that. And then we get UFC 280. I just wish I wish they would have put UFC 280 October 1st. <laughs> that ass. Like, I'm fucking pumped, dude. I'm ready to go. Like I'm, I'm ready. Because even, like, the prelim card on that, like, you know, they got Benel Darush in there um, versus uh, Gamrot. Yeah, Darush, I'm, I'm ready to see him back. But him versus Gamrot. I think Gamrot wins. But it's also a fucking hell of a fight. Not so. You could, that's a main event fight. Right? Caitlin Chikagian uh, versus uh, Firat. Right? Yeah. That's a hell of a fight. Uh, Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady was just added. I hope Sean Brady beats the shit out of him. Bilal been running his fucking mouth too much. I'm over it. Don't care. Fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's as blunt as I'm going to be, bro. I feel, I feel you talk. Dude, dude, shut the fuck up. Alrighty. All right? Listen, you can't, you can't beat Leon either, so shut the fuck up. Hey. Sit down. Let him. Let hey, hey. he's gonna get humbled, man. Ride it out down there. I hope Sean Brady fucking torches him. Yeah, he's he's gonna get humbled. Um, Muradov versus Barallo. That's a good fight. Vulcan Olsdemir's fighting on that card. Um, I don't even know how to say. I forget how to say this guy's last name. Uh, Tahugov, Zubero Tukugov, I think, versus Lucas Almeida. It's a good fight. Yeah, Jamie Malarkey's on that card. Like. I just got to check it out. It, it, it's a fire-ass card yeah. all around, and they're still going to add two fights to the main event. Okay. Cool. So what the fuck they're waiting for? I don't know. We're going to see. Hey, do me a favor. Add John Jones versus Stipe to that shit. <laughs> That'd be crazy. But I, Give me I, something. I, I still think they deserve their own card. Oh, I agree. Um, But, I mean, outside of that, that's kind of how that card is. Cool. Uh, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Like, we're Yeah, I think that was like probably like our little analysis of it but actually you know what guys just let us know what you think let, yeah. us, let us know who you think is gonna win all that like i want to have more discussions on this because this is a really yeah we got fight. a few weeks still yeah. and, and you know if yeah. um there's areas we'll, i want to see what everyone else has yeah. to we'll bring it up if you got something you want us to say or your we'll opinion talk we'll, we'll talk about it for exactly. sure um that's what we look forward to we're, we're for the people baby yeah exactly <laughs> so we're gonna for the culture <laughs> exactly the culture <laughs> so from there we're gonna go on to like other obvious like other news um yeah in mma and boxing uh the first point i wanted to touch on was it's been making rounds lately because i don't know why uh i, I know why it's been getting a lot of traction but the fight isn't really official it's just a beef at this point I don't know why it's so entertaining though. Uh Coast uh, I think y'all seen that Paula Costa and uh Chimaev are like really, really going at it anywhere, like on any platform, making sure that they get each other's attention. And I'm I, I just wanna say like like I said, we're just gonna touch quickly on it because there's nothing said official, but the fact that a beef the fact that like these guys who like aren't even in the same weight class yet, technically. They will be. Yeah, they will be. But it's like I just, it intrigues me because they're not, like I said, they're not scheduled to fight, but it's just like wherever they go, wherever the one goes, no matter if it's on TV, if it's like a interview, if it's at an event or something, lately it just seems like they just keep mentioning each other. And honestly, I'm just so excited now because this hostility looks very, very real, dog. Can I go off on a little, little, uh, no, little rampage here I want to know. You know, how you, went know. On, you know how you went on a... Uh... Yeah, uh, level hundred last week about the fucking Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua shit. I'm about to do that right here. 
You think so? I'll, I'll fucking ahead. tight. Go ahead. So I was looking at the UFC rankings. Shit pisses me the fuck off. I don't know why I ever look at these fucking things. How the fuck can Shamayev move up when a motherfucker ain't make weight? That's true. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep, that's true. How? I have no How problem. the fuck can he move up? He's only ranked in the top 15. He's ranked 15 in the top pound-for-pound pound fighters. Fuck you. What do you mean? How? Bullshit. Why? Because he got out of a fight with Nate Diaz and went and fought Kevin Holland and wrestled him to the ground when you couldn't even make fucking weight? Cry me a fucking river. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And first of all, Costa's a fucking bitch, too. I don't give a shit. Dude's overhyped. Fuck him. Uh... I think he gets rolled by Shemaev. I do think Shemaev should get one more chance to make weight at 170. If he can't, they shouldn't even, if he ever even ask for a fucking fight at 170, fire him. Fuck him. Mm. Don't even, how? I feel you. Just say, yo, bro, move up. Go. Mm-hmm. Get out. I know you want to go and you want to fight fucking Usman or whoever. Come on. And then, you know, he's always trying to stay relevant. Which he is, but he's always talking shit about the next person that's like, it, it don't even make sense. Like, he's like, oh, I would fight Francis Ngannou. Like, yeah. Why? Because you would just grab him by the fucking weak-ass knee and just twist it up? Cool. We Delusional. get it. Like, yeah. you're not going to stand and bang with that guy. You're no. not going to stand and bang with Usman. You're not going to stand and bang with Leon. He's like, oh, well, let's let Leon fight Usman again. Like, no shit. You think that's not an immediate rematch? It is. I don't know. Some of the shit he says just fucking fires me up because it's just like... He, I don't know. You think you deserve a fight at 170 after you miss weight? By fucking seven and a half pounds? No fucking way. I don't give a fuck who you beat. Yeah. No shot. There ain't no way. Well, I agree with you on that point that he should make weight. The only reason why I'm not going to go so hard on him is just because it's the first time. Like, I know it's like a really bad time, but the first time wasn't the really good impression. I think the way he handled it just pisses me the fuck off. And it's like, bro, if you're going to not take it serious, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Not No. No, 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 yeah. no. Nope. So, yeah, Move I, up, call it a day, and that's where you're at. You don't ever, if I'm Dana White, I'm calling him, I'm saying, you ever ask me to fucking move down, go somewhere else. Yeah, go Fuck somewhere you. I don't care. You're not um, going to hurt my pockets. You're right. Uh, but, like, I'm sorry. I just don't see what what the fuck you see. If he goes up to middleweight, he's going to die. It doesn't matter who he faces. I think he and stands Costa, a good and, chance and, against and, some people, and, but I just I think he beats the shit out of Costa. No. Costa, I don't. Sorry, dog. I'm like, you think look, Costa's I, gonna out wrestle him? Yes, bro. Because no. look, me and you, me and you, look, look. The only reason why I say this because I know, I know what you mean. Like I know your point of view that he curled up against. I'm Israel not even Adesan. bringing that up. I know, but like that was like your main go-to point, and I'm trying to say like Costa. If you haven't seen that, he he literally has evolutionized as a fighter. I think it's big I, as fuck. I I just I really don't think that whatever Chimaev has for him, which is probably going to be wrestling. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's going to stand at Bengal Costa. I think he could outstrike Costa too. Oh no, man, you are different, man. I just uh, think I he has mean, more yeah. in his arsenal to catch that boy with, bro. But other than pressure, what the fuck is he going to do? Because I feel like if he rushes in for anything and Costa's prepared for it, it's cur- it's flatline. I promise you it's a flat line. I don't think so. All right. But Shemaev is... It's interesting. If there's one thing Shemaev's good at, it's when he comes in all fucking wild. You don't know where the fuck he's going. You know. The man comes in fucking head down low, head up high, left, right, center, moving that motherfucker all over the place. Mm -hmm. Me personally. But I just think some people don't know how to handle that energy. I don't think Costa knows. I don't know. I think Costa's way too calm for that shit. I mean, I don't know. If you're reckless... But he's not really reckless when he comes in that hyper. Yeah. And it's very easy to get into Costa's head. (laughs) 
I but yeah, and that's what Shamayev is good at. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I wanted to talk about the beef because if you look at it, Costa really doesn't look unfazed, dog. Not like, yet, he doesn't, because he doesn't have yeah. to accept that fight. It's not there. No, but yeah, well, but what I'm saying is even with Izzy, like all the noise making that he was he was on this long undefeated streak, and you know how they were hyping it up, like yo, this guy might like fucking like destroy him but at the same time like he was really he was being real cocky we saw it like yeah, yeah. i want to fight you dog and then obviously we saw the bummer that he put on <laughs> but after that dog i'm sorry Fuck like i just feel something inside of him after that fight switched and he just looks more complete to me now more than i don't ever. know we'll see what his next fight brings before i say a flip a switch flipped but I'm telling you bro like i said i i've never been a big coast of fan I Even know. way before that Izzy fight. Yeah, I know. And I'm know. not trying to be real biased all the time, but, like, I just, I, I don't ever think, and it's possible because, like we said, you know, Jan lost, right, against Aljo. Could mm-hmm. that flip a switch and make him better? It could flip a switch and make him worse. Fucking um, Tony Ferguson lost, flipped a switch, and motherfucker ain't been the same since. Yeah. So there is the possibility that Coach is still on the younger side. Um. Yeah. Yeah, even though my, I was mean, he 31 yeah, or something like, like that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you look at his bounce back fights, bro, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I just... They're not impressed. I get, to, I get I get, that they're not the most impressive wins. Listen, like, yes, he beat Luke Rockhold, who's old as shit. Yeah. And he beat Vittori. But at the same time, like... Fuck Vittori. I know, but at the same time, like, these are guys that are something in that division. And he, Vittori's a fucking zero. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I just seen I just seen in those two fights after I just seen a different Costa. That's just me. I mean, yeah, and I'm not saying he's not listen, I would love nothing more than Costa to beat Shamayev. Trust me. I can't fucking stand either of these guys. I know. But like I said, my beef with Costa it, it, it goes way back before Izzy. I just I don't know. I, I don't like to fall behind the trap of mm-hmm. all the hype and I feel like he was hyped. He was overhyped and he fucking just he was good. Well, he is good, but he hit like a flat line. Mm-hmm. Ain't really do shit. Yeah, I mean, I, he came out and beat people that he had to beat, but like, yeah. it wasn't yeah. exciting. If I asked you, yo, what was his most exciting fight? What do you got? For me, oh, it's probably gonna be Rockhold. Then that's because it's his most recent one. But if I ask you to dig deeper past that, well, I mean, he was only twelve and zero. I understand that, but I'm that's just saying. saying. But no, the no, fact I, is, no, is that, but like, you're right. Twelve, you, twelve of those, that damn near most of those fights were like. Yeah, you just can't really give me anything super yeah, exciting. And yeah. I think for me, for them to hype him up and him just be, I guess, average to what they hyped him up to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously better than average. I'll give yeah, him that. He's I, definitely better than average, and he's definitely, definitely top five material yeah, for sure. I, I think he just got humbled, but. I, and maybe he did. I hope he did. Because if that's the case, I hope to see the Savage released yeah, out of him. I, if he could live up to that hype now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to jump on the train. But no, I'm going to no, be like, don't. you know what? Good for him. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm not going to jump on that train because no. I'm not going to be that bandwagon I know, guy. I know, I know. But at the end of the day, I'm going to I'm gonna give credit where credit's due, no matter who it is. Yeah. Um, I hated Habib for the longest time. And I still hate him because I still think he dipped Tony in his prime. Not a fight he wanted. Tony in his prime, I think, would have fucked him up. But I, I still give him his dues because he deserved it. Yeah. Um But that's what I'm that's me. I'm gonna yeah. give I'm gonna give Costa his credit when he proves to me that he's he's flipped the new page yeah. and he's ready to rock. Yeah. However, I would love nothing more than watch him beat Hamza. Yeah. I would I would love nothing more to see and than anybody. 
beat Hamzat. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what makes it so intriguing because Hamzat is the guy that is like basically villain number one, and here he is, really, really does like mixing it up with just one guy. Yeah, and it, I don't get it. Cause I, it's just a beef. It's not nothing. I don't official. even know where the fuck this this version of Hamzat came from. Like he. It, before he was obviously cocky and fucking energetic and nuts, but yeah. like I don't know, I feel like just everything that happened that week of two seventy nine was just like the dude fucking lost his shit. I don't know, like I don't know if he was just, I don't know if he all the shit that just went on, like he just like he mentally couldn't it. handle it. Yeah, I just I don't know if he wasn't just used to that kind of spotlight because when you're against any of the Diaz brothers, you're in the fucking spotlight. He wasn't used to it. I don't think so either, and I think he just didn't know how to handle it. And when he realized that every, all the attention was on him, he was like, oh, fuck, what do I do to stay relevant? You and he was just like, oh, fuck you, flipping everybody off. Oh, it's not that bad, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, what? Yeah, I mean, but I think he sensed like, the seriousness even in his post-fight interview. Because yeah. even when Joe Rogan said, no, you got to make weight, he, he, he it kind of like, like he snapped out of it for like two seconds and was like, uh, you know, like, I get it, I get that. And then he went on being delusional again, but... Oh, shocker. Yeah, but, like, that's my thing, like, I just feel like maybe now that he he saw, like, how big it can get, I hope he treats it more. Because I feel like Kamzat, as much as everybody hates his, like, antics and shit, he's just really excited he, to watch. I think the reason why I hate it so much is he reminds me of Colby. Like, Colby really used to be just shit. And then he came out with this bullshit fucking... Act that he puts on, and he and I to. hate it. And yeah, I, he had to. He I had no choice. It. Dana White literally told him, "Yo, if you don't become fucking marketable, you got to go. Like you're you're okay. We don't mind keeping you on the roster, but you, you got to be marketable because your fucking sales suck." Yeah, and I'm wondering if a lot of people just gave up watching Shamaya fight, and Dana White's like, "Hey, yo, you got to be fucking reckless." <laughs> And know. being reckless was kind of him missing weight, coming out flipping everybody off, and, that, and telling that, everyone in Las Vegas they fucking suck. Like. Yeah. I, I don't know, bro. I just... I mean, he's trying to become villain number one. I think that's why everybody wants to see Kobe and Kamzat so much, but... Yeah, I, well... That's another Because when people say, day. though, but everyone's <laughs> saying, you know, besides Usman, um, which obviously I don't think Hamzat even belongs to be in... or deserves to be in the same fucking room as him at the moment. At the moment... Hamzat and Usman don't deserve to be in the same room at all. No, I mean, if you look at it like... Off of, like, just the resumes and where they are. Yeah, yeah no, hell no. But I'm just saying is the fact that, like, you know, everyone keeps saying, you know, oh, Usman, Usman, Usman. It's like, Usman is the best fighter in that division. Win or fucking lose, it don't matter. Shit happens. It's combat sports. People get fucking robbed all the time. One of the fucking Dana yeah. White Contender Series fights last night. Dude was getting his fucking shit rocked. <laughs> yeah. And then he hit that dude with that left hook, mm -hmm. and that was it. It was curtains. Yeah, it was flatline. Yeah. So. Curtains. Dude literally... Backed up on the jab, got hit with a left hook, and that was all she wrote. That's true. And that's how the fight game goes. It don't matter about yeah. nothing. And know. so for me, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he deserves to be in a room anywhere or even in a conversation yeah. with Usman's name. Yeah. Um, if he's going to make a way towards Usman or Leon or whoever's champion after them two fight again, I think he's got to fight Colby for sure. Because Colby is the second best wrestler in that division underneath mm -hmm. Usman. Exactly. I mean, I agree with you on that, though, for sure. Um, I just think, uh, well, I, well, you know, yeah, him at West 70, I, 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 don't even, I just don't really want to comment on it because it's not going to happen. I don't think he's going to be at 170 anymore. I don't either. I don't know where he's going. I don't I, know what the fuck's I, happening. Here's my prediction. He's going to middleweight, and he's going to try and fight a middleweight. 
you don't think he you don't think at all he's going to want to excuse me you don't think he's going to want to at least fight Usman or Leon once no he might want to but is it going to happen realistically no i don't know i don't know what the fuck they're no, doing no i don't him. think it's going to happen i don't think it should happen no, i think not. like i think he should jump up and that's where he is yeah like bro at the like like we said it's the Costa versus Chamaya beef. It's actually the most, I think, the most profitable fight they could have on middleweight, honestly. Yeah. And, like, I just feel like Kamzat is too big for 170. I've always said that, though. Yeah. And I just think him going to middleweight would make for more entertaining fights. Yeah. Like, I would love to see him, not not just against Costa, but I would love to see him against, like, Whitaker or Cannoneer or anything. Like, just any name you could put up against in that division, I feel like is a good fight. Yeah. I, I think he definitely doesn't run through that division like he is now. No, no. But if he can go through some of those names, like it's just I just want to see. I want to see what he does. I want to. Yeah, see what I he think does. he wraps up Vittori and sends. I I just think that might be his first fight. I was just seen it. Yeah, just because I know Marvin Vittori's going to talk That'll be the shit. first time I ever root for Hamzat. Yeah, because I can't stand Vittori. Yeah. He's but, so fucking. Yeah, overrated. you can just imagine he moves up. It's announced he moves up to middleweight. Who's the first person that's going to call him out? It's probably going to be Vittori. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it ain't going to be. It's not going to be Bobby. No. Because for the first, I mean, Bobby's not that type of dude. He don't care who he fights. You put somebody in front of him, that's who he's going to fight. It don't, he don't fucking care. Yeah. Ranked, not ranked, he doesn't care. Exactly. Give him a fight. Yep. And if it's Shemayev, he'll he'll do what he's got to do and he'll get through it. Yeah. So, I mean. Win or lose, it don't matter. Yeah. So, so I mean, as far as the point, though, I just find so, it interesting that it's not even like a scheduled fight and these guys are just gaining attention. So, I, I feel like eventually Part of me thinks happen. the reason why this is so, a, such a big talk, and it's not even just us it's i see it all over the place chael sonnen was talking about it yeah but and it, it takes i mean i'm not saying that you know chael sonnen is the, chael sonnen is the end all be all but like his youtube like page i watch it yeah. i watch everything that he posts and you have to really grab his attention for him to talk about it that's what i'm saying yeah. and the way he breaks down shit i love hearing chael sonnen talk about stuff so oh yeah me too um, just, i just think that he when he, he found the interesting i just think costa kind of like I don't know. I think he was losing fans. I think he was losing attention. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why this whole, you know, at the Apex PI thing broke out. You know, between them, they started arguing. Because who was in the spotlight that week besides Nate? Hamzat. Who better to go after than Hamzat? Because you're not going to go after Nate. Because, first of all, if you do, you're just going to get fucking jumped by his team. Like, yeah. he's not... Costa's not the smartest, but he ain't the dumbest. Yeah, and that, so but that's what I'm saying. Like Kamzat, when you saw the like, it's just like Kamzat was the guy in the spotlight, and he went to see Costa for what? And I get well, it. No, like, was it wasn't he already? He was already training, and Costa said some shit to him first, didn't he? That, but that's the thing. When the video started, like the one video that actually went out, you just see Kamzat starting to talk in the video. I don't know what happened before that. Like, yeah, I haven't well, seen like a cell phone video from or sources. Was that Costa said some shit to him, and then they started fighting. Oh, so Costa came in and stirred everything up well, and knew how to rile yeah, up the party, but that's what I'm and saying. then he dipped out. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I heard that, and then, like, it's just like when you watch the video, it doesn't seem like that. I don't know. Like, the reason because, why I say that is because it literally seems like Kamzat went there to press him about something that he probably said a yeah. couple of days ago. He was like, and that's why I feel like when he said, oh, you said you could, you could fuck me up. And then Costa was like, what you mean? He was like, I, yeah, you said you could fuck me up. That's what you said, yeah. right? And then he was like. You want to fight? I mean, we can do it. And I was like, all right, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just excited to see. I know, like, 
guys, I would like oh, to watch. They're a not fight. your favorable guys, but I feel like if they if they put on a good fight for sure. No, they will put on a good fight. Yeah, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. my bullshit aside, they definitely put on a hell of a fight. That's the main event, um, for sure, or at least a co-main to a, to a, least, a yeah. UFC event. To a, like a two like a uh, awesome real like a shit. two like a two eighty two two eighty three. I was gonna say awesome real shit. You Open put up that the as the cold it. main for John Jones and Stipe, if it happens in time. Yeah, that is nuts, dog. Yeah, Those are I bangers. just I know yeah. it won't happen that fast, but if it does happen that fast by somehow miracle, I think that's a good card to put it on. Yeah, it's the end of the year and it gives him time to like properly have a chance to do this shit. And if he fucks up, then yeah, throw him out. But yeah, I mean we'll see. Yeah. Um the second last point is the I know you I don't know if you heard about it, but Tommy Fury and Tyson or Tyron Woodley are in talks to fight each other. I don't really know how I feel about this one because I just don't care about Tommy Fury. I'm not watching this one. I know nobody's gonna really watch it. It's just we have to like cover it, okay? Uh I get it, but I ain't yeah. I'm telling you right now I ain't watching it. Nobody's gonna really nobody I'm 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 probably a like, guy who's his he's He's got Tom Fury's undefeated, right? Uh huh. Okay. And his opponent's records are what? Fucking two and five hundred and eighty some shit or whatever. I'm not gonna it is. lie to you, they're pretty pathetic. Yeah. So it's like, like it's like they're like two and two hundred and eighty yeah, something combined. Yeah, and it's the like, only thing that I like the only reason I want to talk about is because one is it is intriguing because this, these watch? are like the last two people I would have thought would fight each other. And then second of all, well, what, you got to remember, you got to throw in here is KSI too, right? Woodley's talking shit to KSI and Tommy Fury. It's like. I don't know. He got a taste of that Jake Paul money, and now he wants to fucking hey. go off and do whatever he's doing. Hey, I don't know. All, all I'm saying is, bro, somehow, like, side note real quick, somehow this is all going to lead back to KSI and Jake Paul, too, and it might be bigger than ever, so. Well, I mean, <laughs> fuck it. Let's put Woodley Fury on the undercard or might on the, as well. as the co-main. Might as well. I mean, Jake Paul, he has to be Silva, but. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, even if not, though, it don't matter. Jake Paul's a fucking YouTube guy. He, if he gets beat. I mean, he can go out and call whoever the fuck he wants out. If yeah. he wins, he can go out and call, call whoever he wants out. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like it's not like he's a professional boxer. However, um, he will be at some point because they said after his next fight, I think the WBC said they were going to rank him after mm-hmm. his next fight. And Anderson Silva is technically now a professional boxer. Yep. So... This is technically him fighting a professional boxer. You could say Anderson Silva is an MMA fighter, but he is noted licensed now as a licensed professional boxer. So yeah. the MMA shit is, out the window is, now. is his retired legacy. Now he's starting something new. Yeah, so this is— So uh, win, or, win or lose, you can't say, oh, he beat an old, washed-up MMA guy. Yeah. yeah, he might be old and washed up in MMA, mm-hmm. but in boxing, it's a different story. Dude's, exactly. Dude's 2-1 and one yeah. now. He's 2-0 two and, and, two and and oh in his last two fights, and he still beat— we can say whatever we want, but he beat a credible Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. He did. It don't I mean, matter. We talked about names earlier. Yeah. But that name still carries a lot of weight. It don't matter how, whatever. The dude was man enough to get in the ring to fight and put his name and record on the line, and he lost. Yeah, too bad he's just like a fucking disappointment. Yeah, and I agree. But at the end of the day, if you say that name, nine times out of ten, people know who he is. Yeah. So his name is credible. Um. I just think it's going to be... I think it's credible for the wrong reasons. I, I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. Julio Cesar Chavez, and then you yeah. junior at the end of it. Like, um. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It, it is what it is, yeah. but at the end of the day, it is a credible name on Anderson yeah. Silva's record. And as far as, like, just so we can wrap up this, like, little Fury and Woodley thing, only reason, like, I'm actually a little bit excited about it is because I just want to see, like, 
it, yeah. you know, Tyron Woodley does kind of bounce back and tries to make a career out of this shit. Because if he knocks out Tommy Fury, one, that'll be funny. <laughs> yeah. And two, I mean, I just I think it gives him a little bit more of a reputation. Just a little bit more. Just because you're beating a Fury, honestly. Like you said, name carries value. You're the brother to Tyson Fury, and I know Tyson Fury doesn't really claim him all like that. It's pretty sad. Uh, it is, but, it's, but but Tommy Fury's a fucking bum. Yeah, he's he, just a fucking joke. Yeah, he is a bum. I just want to see him get... And and obviously, back, he's out there doing more shit than me and you and the next person and whatever, right? But, like, I I don't know, man. I just... The dude talks like he's the greatest person in the... Like, the greatest fighter ever, and it's like, bro... No. Fight somebody who has a winning record... And I guarantee you, you get fucking washed. Yeah, he'll get washed. He would get the shit. Listen, the reason why he dropped out of that Jake Paul fight was because he knew, shit, I can't let my brother do this to me. Come on now. But Jake Paul is going to kill him. That's what I'm saying. But but he's like, my brother's going to disown me completely. Like, he's already 60% disowned him. You know, it's like 40% now. It's like, if I lose this fight. Tyson literally, you, bro. Tyson and his dad both said they were going to disown him. <laughs> bro, I'm drop, I'm dropping out of that fight too. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, like, dog. When you brought up the dad, I was like, oh shit. Bro, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. No, you're good, bro. I just, I don't I know. Get it. I I'm get not it. gonna watch it. I don't give a shit. I know. I would think, honestly, Tyrone Woodley was one of my favorite fighters for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he was so entertaining. But I swear to God, I would love nothing more. Than to watch him get knocked out by Tyson Fury. That'd be funny. So. Just so I can laugh. I'm crying. Listen, dude. Like, I just, in my head, I'm just like closing my eyes and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, damn. Imagine a guy who's got an undefeated record of guys he fought with a combined record of two and fucking a thousand and six or whatever it is. Out. It's, it's an, you guys think I'm joking. When no. I say it's 200 and something, but it's literally like... No, no, you're right. I think it's like... I think the record is like either two or five. And something. And, and then like it's like... Triple but it's like oh, their wins are two or five, but then their, their losses combined is like 270-something. Like, it's not a joke. Look it up. Oh, no, I'm um, serious. Yeah, we already showed it. But it, it's literally... It fucking cracks me up yeah. to sit here and think like, damn, Tyrone Woodley could literally get knocked out yeah. by one of the worst professional boxers. Like... This dude is the Ben Askren of boxing. Yeah. Just fucking awful. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I know, I know, like, Jay's <laughs> probably pissed off that we had to bring this up, but, like, it's oh, just, it was I, just one of the rounds. Oh, my God. And I had bro. to talk about it. I am so. But we're going to watch it. It was going to be a mouthwash now, because the last, like, thing we got is a bit. God. And, you know, we bring you guys these bits every week. We try to get as creative as possible. So, you can answer this, too. Obviously, we want you guys to, like, address this. So, I asked Jay for this week. I said for the I, I wanted to put like a dream fight bid, and it was if you could take any fighter from either the MMA or boxing scene from back in time. So think about like early MMA, like guys that you would consider like kind of got like the guys that laid the groundwork, kind of like how back in the days for boxing was. You know, you put them, pick one guy from that time, put them in today's landscape. Who would you want to see them fight, and why? Now I don't know if you want to go first. If you want me to go first. Go ahead. This is a fun discussion. I want to I hear what you got. So, I, I mean, I wanted to go in both sports just so, like, you know, I could have a matchup for each. But I'm going to go deep into one. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, like, I think for me, if it was if I was looking the MMA way, huh, I would have to go back. And I honestly gave it 
I gave it some thought. Um, I I just look it, bro. I like the Diaz brothers. Okay, and looking at some of like back then's of like Nick Diaz's fights. Yeah, not gonna lie to you. If I took Nate Diaz, prime like no um Nick Diaz, prime Nick Diaz. Okay, you put him in today's landscape. I think me personally. Against somebody like, oh, these are the two guys that I just had to pick, dog. But I'm a, I'm gonna say the right one. I think Nick Diaz and Michael Chandler would be a fucking great fight. Yeah. And the reason why I say that, I'm not gonna go deep into it. Like I said, I'm gonna go deep into the other one on boxing. But Chandler and Diaz for me, I just feel like Chandler, he's he's at. He's not even in his prime yet. That's how I feel when it comes to the UFC. I don't even think he's there yet. But he's just super exciting. And I feel like his style mixed with, like, the way that Nick Diaz would. You know Nick Diaz is going to be in that ring talking shit to him. Yeah. The octagon. You know he's going to be talking shit to him. And his, and I like I just like everything about the antics that Nick, they, Nick Diaz brings on top of, like, that affecting his performance being great. You put that, and I feel like you put that against Michael Chandler, who really looks for something like looks for a firefight, but he's so well rounded at everything. I feel like if you put that together, that'd be a great fight. On the boxing side, though, I actually went in uh, kind of like the welterweight route, and I went with Sugar Ray Leonard. I, actually, no, lightweight. I went with Sugar Ray Leonard versus Teofimo Lopez. Yeah, so uh, actually, the UFC one is the exact same that I had. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll just keep it at that because basically... Everything I, I said was... I'm, yeah, I'm basically... <laughs> literally, that's exactly what I had. Oh, my God. Um, Great. Yeah, because... We had a uh, breakthrough, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't... Yeah, when you said that, I literally was just like... Holy shit. Uh, What? Like, I literally was <laughs> looking and... uh. I was like, oh, what? The I almost f-? said Usman. Yeah, but I, I was I, like, I went Chandler. Because, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, but I went, so for me, yeah, why on the box? I'm just it, the why is is almost exactly okay. The same. That's cool. So for me, I'm just gonna jump right over the boxing side of shit. Yes. Um, people are gonna say you're you're wild for this. Maybe not. Uh, Canelo versus Hagler. Oh, no, that's a good one. <laughs> I actually like that fight. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why? Oh my god, I want to know why. Because I just <laughs> when I look at the two of them, and I'm Hagler's probably the best uh, middleweight middleweight ever. No, yeah, he has right. A, he has a case for that. And and so you know because you you got Bernard Hopkins there too. Like Hopkins, like it, it, it's a savage weight class to begin with. When you talk about yeah. the historically, yes, yeah. Um, but for me, it's just like when I look at it, it's like what Canelo's been doing and his fighting style. I'm like, damn, who has that kind of energy? Who had that kind of energy and shit like that? And for me, it'd be Hagler. I think Hagler. I I think Hagler beats him. Oh yeah, that's a close but, fight though. But it's just so good stylistic. Oh. Bro, like now you have me foaming at the mouth to watch that fight. If it ever, I wish it could happen. You know what I'm saying? But for me, that's so. For me, it would be boxing, just because I think their styles match well together. Yeah, their energy matches matches well together. And no, that's a great fight. I just think that th- those are two guys with some good chins. 
No, yeah. Some good power. Yeah. Um, and I think they would put on one of the greatest fights in history. Oh, no, If for we sure. could put them two together. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, I... I mean, I I do I wanted to say Terrence Crawford versus like a Sugar Ray Leonard, but the same. But thing is, like, even though they could make that happen, yeah, I wanted to stick to the lightweight just because lightweight, like you said, like middleweight historically has great boxes in it. My second option was going to be Charlo versus Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> oh my god, that's a good one too, though. <laughs> like just the the, the press. I conference. was going middleweight. Middleweight nah, is one of my yeah. favorite. Boxing classes of all time. Nah, yeah. I mean, the press conference to that would have been wild. Yo, yeah. <laughs> they probably would have beat the shit out of yeah, each other nah, right there. Yeah, nah, that's a good one, though. Uh, yeah, so the reason I... Just touch on mines. Uh, the only reason I went with Teofimo Lopez versus uh, Sugar Ray Leonard is because... I think, personally, styles make fights like you say, and their, fi- and their styles are a little... are a little different, but in some ways similar. And the reason why I say that... The pressure is the same. If I look at how, you, if you look at how they both fight, the pressure is the same way. They bring pressure, but the way that Teofimo boxes compared to how Sugar Ray would box him, yeah. Oh man, nah, one guy is really Sugar Ray will probably bring so much technical skill, and I feel like for Teofimo Lopez, now that he took the loss to Cambosis and he looks more like a complete fighter, yeah. I feel like his power. As a counter to that and how he boxes the same way. A little technical, but when he hits you, you feel it. With yeah. Sugar Ray, he hits you so much, you start to feel it too. No, I agree. It's going to be a fire fight, and I just think that would be so. That would be like a, a mega fight right there too, I think. Yeah. Ray Leonard versus Teofimo Lopez would be awesome. Yeah. No, I agree. I just um, can't believe me and you had the same UFC fight. Yeah. That's crazy. That's literally exactly what I had. I was like, oh shit, whatever. But That's a good one, yeah. Um, yeah, so... I think that's basically it. Yeah, that is it. Um, um, next week we'll have more back for you. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, we got uh, October. If you don't know, October and November are pretty wild months. Yeah. So I know we had a little quiet down September. I guess you could say towards the end. Yeah, towards bit. the end it was a little quiet. So oh, trust me, man, we're gonna we're gonna get the ball rolling for the next couple. Yeah, episodes. there's more stuff coming up, and with you know contender series. Mm-hmm. Not I got you watching it and shit. Oh, Unfortunately, we got one week one week left, but we can fine. always touch up on old fights and stuff like that too. Yeah. Because Best even moment. though some guys have lost, they mm-hmm. still have. Uh, we could talk about people we'd like to see back. Exactly. So like maybe we'll we'll talk about some. Gutierrez, we'll get some I'm with you up. on Gutierrez. Bro. Yeah, he got to come back, bro. Yeah, we'll we'll have a nice little bit next week. Yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you. But um, Bet. as far as that goes, I think that's about it. Yeah. For um, us. Um, yeah. So guys, uh. Uh, like always, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate all the feedback. Keep giving us feedback. Um, the dream bit, the dream fight bid that we did today. I want to know what you guys think or yeah, like no. So don't be afraid of. We could we could talk about it too. We'll talk about it on here. So just give us like some good good stuff. You know, yeah. keep throwing no, us man. your suggestions. Keep throwing us your comments and. You know, keep rocking with us, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, guys. any questions or anything you want to ever ask us or, or inputs, if you don't want to put it in any of our sites, just DM either one of us. Exactly. I'm uh, always around. Yeah, I know when I message you at stupid times in the morning, you're always around. No, it's fine. <laughs> so that's how we do it, man. Um, but yeah, check out our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, All if you're behind on episodes, they're always around Spotify, Apple, yeah, uh, podcasts, and then on the website. Yep, and um, we we're gonna try and we have some exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Up, there's so. gonna be a lot of stuff coming up. We we've been working. So oh, yeah. So right, I mean, man. as far as that, uh, you know how it is, man. 
Peace, love, love and happiness. Yep, we love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. And this is us signing off. You're never going to make it. You're not good enough. There's a million other people with the same stuff. You really think you're different, and you must be kidding. Think you're going to hit it, but you just don't get it. It's impossible. It's not probable. You're irresponsible. Too many obstacles. You got to stop it, though. You got to take it slow. You can't be a pro. Don't waste your time no more. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove. I'm going to make my move. I'm going to make it soon. And I'll do it because it's what I want to fucking do. Because all these...